Hi everyone, welcome to- No! <laughs> I do the podcast! <laughs> I'm topping this time. No! Welcome to Export Audio episode 69. Nice. 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 Do we have any 69 content plan? Like this fucking on the podcast? That's all I can think of. I don't have any funny sex content to do on this podcast. Do no. you? You know what's better than sex? Huh. Ranking the top 100 video games. <laughs> you, know what's, even... you know what's even better than that? Okay. Is, let me tell you about this thing. This thing that I've been reading about for about a decade uh, apparently has like a real version. Um, it's called the Zelda Timeline. Maybe you've heard of it. The Legend of Zelda. Maybe you've fucking heard of it. Sorry for all the typing listeners. Um, trying to get that list back up. Trying to get that list back up. We're going to start with the list, then we're going to talk about the Zelda Timeline. Because I, until recently, I didn't really know what the official one was because I hadn't like looked it up. But I have my own version that I had. Hi, listeners. I want to give you the backstory on episode 69 of Export Audio. Um, as many listeners might know, I go to bed at 9 most nights. That's not true. I go to bed at 10 most nights? No. When do I go to bed? 7.30. No, not 7.30. At least 8. Sometimes 7.30. Sometimes 7.30, for sure. <laughs> um... But last night, we stayed up till midnight to go watch a movie. I did fall asleep during the movie at one point, but I woke back up, so it's fine. It was Halloween, which is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's really good. I wouldn't go that far, but it's very good. You've seen more movies. That's true. <laughs> also, you care about movies as, like, an art form in a way that I don't. Uh-huh. I mean, I do, but, like, I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Halloween's really friggin' good, though. It's It's really good. But then, so we were up to like 3 a.m., which is not a time that this girl is ever awake. Uh, and then I woke up at 8, so I'm underslept and was like joking, like, we should podcast today. And then I wasn't really feeling it, but and Nora has insisted. And I'm going to find it. I'm going to find the podcast inside of me over the, the course of the next hour. Do this. I did. And then I wasn't feeling it anymore. And then we watched a little video called The Angry Video Game Nerd as Confused About the Zelda Timeline, yeah. which is a bad video. Yes, it was not way. very entertaining at all. Yeah. He starts that video by saying, I made this two years ago and decided it wasn't good enough to put out, but now I have decided to put it out. And you kind of think, yeah, it wasn't very good, James. You didn't, you didn't bring your A-game on this one, James. Yeah. That one where he talks about that contest is really good. It's like a mini documentary. Yeah, you were telling me about that the other day, and it sounded pretty interesting. Um, but we also we started the day in bed, as we always do. But what we did differently this time was that we started the day by singing Still Alive from Portal. 
I will say that we don't only start the day in bed because sometimes I wake up at 4 a.m. to go to work and you go to bed at 4.30 a.m. You should be nice to me on the podcast, maybe. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about being nice to me on the podcast? But yes, today we started the day in bed. Nobody needs to know about my gaming. <laughs> Nora's been playing a lot of League of Legends. Oh, God, you can't say that. You've been playing so much League of Legends. <laughs> Which is to say any League of Legends I'm not, at all. I'm not proud of the fact that I like that game, but I do. Anyway, we woke up. We sang Still Alive to each other. I don't know why we sang Still Alive. I don't know either. Something, um, you said something and it made me think this cake is great, and then I just started singing it. Yeah, and, and you then, didn't know all the words, and I did. We, did, I knew most of the words. <laughs> I knew most of the words. Anyway, I'm cooler, and um, you're not cooler for remembering more of Still Alive. Also, I knew basically all the words. Stop arguing with me. We're on a podcast. <laughs> you consider being nice to me on a podcast? Um, anyway, uh, you'll be pleased to know that Portal is the hundredth best video game according to this uh, Game Informer Top 200 Games of All Time list. If for some reason you didn't listen to episode 67, our most recent, like, regular-ass export audio, we started reading this list of the 200 best video games of all time. We're going to finish it now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it will become content. Well, number 99 is Prince of Persia Sands of Time. Uh, a good video game. For it's sure. It's an okay video game. That's well, a good video game. I'm really tempted to bring back my... Prince of Persia is not as good as Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. I'm not going to do the whole bit that I did last time <laughs> about comparing every single game to Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. But... Did you listen to that episode? N- uh, no. Did you... Did You You didn't even hear the bit that I, I did. I try not to listen to my own voice if I can help it. I, I have to when I edit podcasts now, but, like, I try not to. But you... So you didn't hear the bit I did with I the know editing. what the bit is. You told okay. me what the bit is. Oh, I forgot. Okay. 98, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I don't know anything about Grand Theft Auto. I've never played one. Me either. Seems... It seems bad. Seems bad. Seems like the whole thing is kind of bad. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 at 97. 96, Half-Life Counter-Strike. I forgot that was a Half-Life mod at first. Yeah. You know what else was a Half-Life mod at first? Dota. Yes. No. That's a Warcraft 3 mod. Fuck you. Fuck. Isn't Dota 2 in the Source Engine? Is that right? God, I think so. Weird. You know what MOBA stands for? No, I don't even know. Do you know what Dota stands for? Defense of the Ancients. You know what MOBA stands for? No. Defensive but Ancients. (laughs) (laughs) I remember feeling like I was losing my mind once everybody started calling them MOBAs instead of DOTAs. But I guess you can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. Yeah. Also, it's weird that somebody has the trademark for DOTA. Yeah. It's like... But I remember when that genre was called DOTAs. Or like, I don't. I remember people just calling it, like, oh, League of Legends, it's a DOTA game. I've always heard MOBA. What, what is it? Multiplayer, Multiplayer Online, Online Battle, Battle Arena. Arena. Okay. Which also describes every multiplayer Yeah, game. it's bad. <laughs> but then again, people say that Zelda's an RPG, so, like, whatever. Does Dota 2, like, if you... Words don't mean things. Does Dota 2, is it officially called Defense of the Ancients? No, it's called Dota 2. Okay, so it's... 
Officially, if you ask someone at Valve, they would say it doesn't stand for anything. It's just Dota. I don't know about that. I've never heard it referred to as Defense of the Ancients 2. Mm-hmm. Defense of the Ancients 2, defend harder. <laughs> 95 is Silent Hill 2. That seems underrated. 94! Don't hit the table. <laughs> Please! 94! Zelda Wind Waker, the best video game of all time, getting cheated, getting robbed. (laughs) I know that, like, the Wind Waker is your persona or whatever, but, like, I... (laughs) (laughs) Because you're looking at me funny as if you don't have the phrase literal GameCube in your Twitter bio right now. I have had it for a long time. I know. It's the best video game. I don't know what you it's want from me. It's pretty good. Video games will never be better than The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Let me tell you about The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Much worse. Disagree. So much worse. <clears throat> Disagree. I'm thinking about revisiting it, but I'm thinking about revisiting every Zelda game, and by that I mean visiting and revisiting. By visiting, I mean not playing the whole thing. Um, they have, You can just play Link to the Past on the Switch now, which means... I think I'm going to play all of Link to the Past for the first time. I've gotten... Are you going to finish Symphony first? I might. Symphony got really hard. Yeah. Symphony got very hard in the Inverted Castle. I will just tell you where to get the good sword that makes the game easy if you want. Yeah, maybe do that. But I'm also thinking about... um, The last time I played Link to the Past, I got up to the Ice Temple. um, And... Uh, I think I want to play Link to the Past again and finish it. The last time I played Link to the Past, instead of using a walkthrough, I, um, when I got stuck, would go watch Dan Reichert's Let's Play of it Hmm. that he did at Game Informer. I used to watch a lot of Game Informer Let's Plays. Link to the Past is a game that I've been playing my whole life. Like... One of my first consoles as a kid was a Super Nintendo emulator mm-hmm. on the family computer. The Famicom, mm-hmm. you might say. Um, just a little funny joke. Just a little <laughs> joke. Just telling jokes here. Um, Wait, I don't get it. What is... Famicom is... is uh, the Famicom disk system is what they called the NES in... in uh, that's not actually true. It's a different, <laughs> a different machine. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, Wind Waker is the best video. Played game a ever. lot of Link to the Past growing up because it was on the the sneeze. We called it. I don't know where this SNES bullshit came from. It's called <laughs> the sneeze. <laughs> it's called the sneeze. I don't know. Maybe you've fucking heard of it. When are you clicking? Just checking. Okay. Okay. Only one of us can use the mouse, and I'm the mouse <laughs> user. Podcast Jesus top is here. Christ. Ninety-three Skies of Arcadia, a game I really want to play. Sure. Skies of Arcadia seems rad as fuck. 92, apparently better than it. Medal of Honor, Allied Assault. Don't know anything about that. Uh, 91, a good video game. A good video game. Not not the best video game ever, but a good video game. Uh, 91 is Ratchet & Clank, Up Your Arsenal. Oh, I get it, like Up Your Arse. Up Your Arsenal might be the best Ratchet & Clank game. Like your asshole. Like your anus? I've never played any of the PS3 Ratchet and Clanks. I only played the four that were on the. Well, okay. There's three Ratchet and Clank games on the PS2, and there's one Ratchet game on the PS2. Ratchet canonically 
uh, enjoys anal sex. Um, I think of the PS2 ones, this is the best, but I could be misremembering. Going Commando might be better. I can't remember. Going Commando's pretty good most days, but... I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game. You don't Fuck like... off! <laughs> Number 90, better than Wind Waker. Better than, uh, I think Link to the Past we had last week, right? Link to the Past showed up last week? Link to the Past has definitely not showed up on this list yet. Better than Metal Gear Solid 3. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Fuck you! I really like this game. I think it's got a really fun tone that doesn't show up much in Zelda. I like when Zelda is like allows itself to be a little serious sometimes. Also, Zant is a cool mask. I'm interested in revisiting Twilight Princess and giving it another shot. It's not as good as The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Have you seen it? It's gorgeous. You get to sail and it rules. I'm not saying that Twilight Princess looks better than Wind Waker. But the music and the looks and you sail places. It's so cool yeah, the when sailing. you sail. I fucking hate the sailing. Sailing's amazing. You don't do anything. Yeah. <sighs> that owns. I would rather be a cool wolf. That's fair. I think it's cool when you don't do anything in the video game. I think that's rad as fuck. I think it's cool. Doesn't matter. You know what is better than either of these video oh, games? Number 89, God of War 2. <laughs> Better than Twilight Princess. You know what's better than God of War 2? Baldur's Gate 2. Shadows, Shadows of Ammon. That means that Baldur's Gate 1 is going to be even higher on this list, I bet. No. People don't like Baldur's Gate as much as Baldur's Gate 2. Oh, do they I, not? I don't, okay. think, I don't think so. 87, Warcraft 2, Tides of Darkness. I have never played Warcraft 2, despite being Warcraft 3 being like so core to my, like childhood. Why is every Blizzard game that's a ripoff of a Games Workshop property better than the Games Workshop property? That's just true. Like, StarCraft is way better than Warhammer 40k. 86 Melee Smash- way too low. Sorry, Super Smash Brothers Melee. Melee is way too low on this list. I don't think so at all. Melee. Melee is amazing. I think it's a little overrated. Like Fucking Super Smash Brothers Melee. I think that every Smash Brothers game is better than the one before it. Whatever. Shrug. I think Ultimate is. I think Ultimate and Four are better than Melee. I will admit that. I'm not nostalgic for them in the way that I am for Melee, but I think sure. they are better I'm games. I'm also nostalgic for Melee, but I would never go back and play it because one, half the characters I play don't exist, mm-hmm. and two, Ganon sucks in Melee. Yeah, that's fair. I just Ganon's my main. He's been my main since I was a child. I've always played Ganondorf in Smash. I just think that Melee is really fucking good. I think it's definitely better than Brawl. Like, unquestionably in my mind, better than Brawl. And it's weird to see it this low. Brawl has Ganondorf. 85, Metroid Prime. That's a good fucking video game. It's a good fucking video game. Should be higher, but it's pretty fucking good. In terms of, like, (sighs) Metroid Prime is just really fucking good. I don't know. 84, your first guess for what they would say is the best game of all time, Shadow of the Colossus. I really feel like I'm about to be really mad at this whole list because Because Shadow of the Colossus is 84. And and I think 83 is Okami. We can only see the feet on the box art. Like, I'd only scrolled up, like, so you could see, a, like, Okami's feet, but, yeah. Here's the thing. Only 12 people have actually finished Okami. I that really, game is 72 hours long. Yes. I'm a big fan of Okami. I really like it. Uh-huh, but... Have not finished have it. Not, that game is so long. It's not nearly as good as Wind Waker, either. Okay. I've bought... Shrug, I have no interest in playing Okami. I've 
bought Okami three times and only played... No, no. My friend Sean gave me his copy of Okami for PS2, and then I bought it for PC, and then I have thought about buying it for Switch or PS4, but I haven't done that yet. I have no... Like, there was a time when I wanted to play Okami, but that was the time when I was, like, going along with, like, any game that people told me was, like, oh, the... Okay, the time that I considered playing Okami is the same time when people were talking about Shadow of the Colossus is proof that games are art. Yeah. And it's like, Okami is art. Yeah, I remember this moment. You know, Okami would be objectively better if it were a tenth as long. Yes, big agree. I do like Okami more than Twilight Princess. I was this person who's like, Okami is the true successor to Wind Waker, not Twilight Princess. What? What? That, they're different games. Why would you... Because Okami, I think, like explores things that I was interested in and from Wind Waker in a way that Twilight Princess doesn't. But Link is a cooler wolf. He's cooler. I, like, I really like fan art of Wolf Link. I don't like actual Wolf Link very much. The part where Wolf cool. Link has to collect the little bugs, not that great. It's not a great part of that game. I think it would be really cool if the next Zelda game brought back Wolf Link. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, like if the next, if the if Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever it ends up being called brought back Wolf Link. What if it brought back Wolf Link, but he was Anthro? Oh, that would be sick. That would be, oh my god. <laughs> the internet? The fan art? The fan art. I'm just picturing the 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 wolf pers- the wolf queen from Monstrous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eighty two Left for Dead. Great video game, honestly. Like, I don't know that it holds up necessarily, but it was. It, I had a lot of fun with it. I never got into modding it. I know that that's a big thing. Eighty one Super Mario Bros. Two. No, I don't, I, I don't care for it, but whatever. Eighty Final Fantasy Four. Is that the first Final game. Fantasy? Game? No, Final Fantasy Twelve showed up on the last one. Yeah. Four is really good. Four seems really good. Four is like, one of the ones I'm most excited to play. They should put that one on Switch. I don't like stand for four the as hard as some of our friends, but I, I definitely think it's very overlooked. Does, is four one of the ones that got a DS remake? Yes. People should tell me whether I should play the DS remake or the original SNES version. I'm kind of interested in that. I think you should play the remake, but mm. I will always say that. Yeah. Like you are generally remake liker. But also, like, that's the version I played. I had a lot of fucking fun with it. I should just get a DS flash cart and play Dragon Quest IV and uh, Final Fantasy IV. And Final Fantasy III. Yeah. And Final Fantasy... They didn't remake six. No. There's a six is only on the GBA, and the, the GBA version is really close to the SNES version. Except the music's not as good. Sure. Uh, 79. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Kingdom Kingdom. Officially better than Kingdom Hearts 2. Is that true? Weird. No, it's not. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2 is like the second or third best Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2 is really good. Depending on whether you like Dream Drop or Birth by Sleep better. The- Th- 3 is not in the top 3. <laughs> 3's might be in the top 3. <sighs> I don't know. I, um... Kingdom Hearts 2, here's the thing. The start of Kingdom Hearts 1 is some of the best Kingdom Hearts stuff. Like, the the opening area, like, 
not necessarily playing it, but all the story from the early part of the game. Like, okay, I think that's amazing. I think all I think the first two hours, three hours, story wise of Kingdom Hearts One, is amazing. Okay, like everything through the end of Traverse Town, let's say. I disagree, but okay. And the last couple hours are really good, and the reason the the start and the end of that game are really good, and they're the reason that people remember that game and think of it so fondly. Um, but I think Kingdom Hearts 2, that's where, like, everything that I know about Kingdom Hearts fandom well, comes from Kingdom Hearts 2. Yes. The thing I was going to say, though, is that... Um, but then there's the middle bit where all the Disney worlds are no fun at all. <laughs> the All the Disney worlds suck and are boring and don't add much to the story. Um, and I think people really remember Kingdom Hearts because of the Kingdom Hearts shit that's in it. Yes, that's But true. there's just not enough Kingdom Hearts shit in it. It's a lot of Disney stuff. They don't, ha- they don't know it yet. They don't know what the Kingdom yeah. Hearts shit is. Whereas, like, Kingdom Hearts 2... From start to finish is a Kingdom Hearts game. It is recognizably everything I like about the franchise is there. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of better games than Kingdom Hearts 2 in the franchise, but Kingdom Hearts 2... Well, I think Chain of Memories makes Kingdom Hearts into what it is, but Kingdom Hearts yeah. 2 is like where I got acquainted with what Kingdom Hearts Command actually is. Yeah. 78, the original Command & Conquer... I don't know anything about nope. uh, RTS games other than Warcraft 3. I've never played another RTS. I, I played a lot of StarCraft back in the day. But... I bet I would like RTS games, except that I don't want to be fast. Like, Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, like if I could play an RTS that I don't have to be quick Let me quick tell you at. about Stronghold. I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything about When I was a kid, I played Stronghold. Oh, is that the one where you could build the castle and you have to defend it? Mm-hmm. That one was really cool. I like that one a lot. When I was a kid, I played Stronghold Crusader. Uh-huh. Which... Racist? Yes. Yes. As one might expect. I never had Stronghold, but my next door neighbor had Stronghold, and I played it at his house a bunch. It was really cool. Mm -hmm. 77, Ninja Gaiden. Not that one you're thinking of. No, no, no. The NES, like the original Ninja Gaiden. That's the one people are thinking of. I think people, if I say Ninja Gaiden, I think people think of the Xbox game. No. Who would ever think of an Xbox game? Just in general. I feel, I feel like Ninja Gaiden on the NES is like a classic. I feel like that's like the I feel thing. Like, I feel like I feel like Ninja Gaiden for the Xbox is like the game that everybody remembers and talks about. I feel in that like franchise. we have one friend who really likes no, Ninja Gaiden, no. and that's coloring your perception of how people think of Ninja Gaiden. I mean, no one thinks about Ninja Gaiden, but um, I, I feel think like one of our friends thinks a lot about Ninja Gaiden. I want, well, I want to make a Twitter poll right now. I'm not going to do that, but I really want to make a Twitter poll. Just ask, if I say to you the words Ninja Gaiden, do you think of the Xbox game or the NES game first? I would wager that most people think of the NES game because it has that huge reputation as being a very difficult video game. I feel like... Also, it, like, introduced cutscenes to video games. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I do know that. Whatever. It's kind of like an iconic Cutscenes are overrated. As a concept. You like a Metal Gear, bitch. <laughs> 76, Mario Picross for the Game Boy. A pretty good Picross game. I don't know what Picross is. It's just... It's I don't like, want an explanation. I'm not going to explain it to you. I've gone 26 years not knowing what Picross is. It's basically like better Sudoku. What? 
there's no such thing. First of all, Sudoku's fucking good. I love it. Sudoku's good. I feel like Picross is just another puzzle game in that same sort of genre. It's just puzzles. They're really good puzzles. Mario Picross is a good one of those. Whatever. 75, Super Bomberman. I don't know anything about Bomberman. Uh, it's not the good Bomberman. Bomberman Act Zero is the only Bomberman I know. 74, Tomb Raider. Like, the original one. I feel like that would be obvious, but I just wanted to state it. Yeah, this list was right... Was made before New Tomb Raider. Uh, I thought there's. I thought there were three games that are all just called Tomb there's Raider. There's more than three. Anyway, sometimes they're called Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Seventy three, way too low. I think this should be much higher. Rock Band Two. Why Rock Band Two? That's the that's the best Rock Band game. Okay. Rock Band Two is the best one. It's it, Rock Band is better than Guitar Hero. I never got into this rivalry. I don't really have any investment in it. I don't have much investment in it anymore. I used to hang out on the Guitar Hero forums for, like, a couple months when I was, like, 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I moved on to other things, but... Like, different, worse music forums. Yeah. Um, for sure. But, um, it's Rock Band 2. It's the best, like, it's the best one of these. I think it should be higher. I, w- I was thinking yesterday about going to Goodwill and buying a Rock Band <laughs> guitar and getting into Clone Hero. Uh, I don't have any Rock Band guitars anymore. I never did. I never owned any of these games. Oh, I owned Guitar Hero. Th- the the two I owned, I owned Guitar Hero 3, Rock Band, and Rock Band 2. I enjoyed two. playing them at other people's houses and stuff, but I, like, never cared enough to play it myself. Especially, it would never want to... I never got the interest in playing it by yourself, because it was always presented as a party thing for the, me. The other thing for me was that there was a moment where... I used to, I had a mic stand set up, and I would play rock band guitar and sing. I would do both at the same time. Okay. That was fucking rad as shit. <laughs> you have no many. You have no idea how many times I've played Dead on Arrival by Fallout Boy. I don't know what that one. I don't know what song that is. It's just a good Fallout Boy song. Okay. It's not one of the. There best are a couple ones. of those. Yeah. You know what I did? You know what I did yesterday? That was a good, pretty good fucking band. Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. You know what I did yesterday by accident? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame their albums have so many bugs. Um, <laughs> I accidentally listened to Sugar We're Going Down like six times because I added it to my queue on Spotify, mm-hmm. which then makes it incredibly hard to get get it out of your queue. I feel This is a weird Spotify quirk, <laughs> is that if you put something in your queue, you then can't get it out, and so I accidentally listened to that song like six times, but also... That's fine. Sugar We're Going Down is a great song. Yeah. We should do a top 200 songs list. No, fuck you. I wouldn't know most of them. 72, Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. Is that the best Mortal Kombat game? That's the only one I've played. I would posit that Mortal Kombat 09 is the best one, because that's the one that, like... Completely reboots the timeline and like has a bunch of cool lore in it, but you know that's just me, I guess. Seventy-one Age of Empires. I don't know much about. I had. I feel like the influence of Age of Empires has faded from the world. I had Age of Empires two, three. I had Age of Empires three. I didn't even have Age of Empires two is the classic. Like if Age of Empires one is at seventy-one, then two is going to be even higher. I only had three. I feel like Civilization is the only game like this that survived. Kinda. I, I disagree with that, but I am not Rob Zachney, so I don't know enough about the genre to actually argue with you. Alex Trebek was the genre. 70, The Sims. Okay. 
I've never. Fine. I had The Sims 2 for PS2. I put in some cheat codes and set some people on fire and then kind of. Are those. I don't think I even had it. I think I ran it. Are those two boys kissing on the cover of this first Sims? That can't be true. No. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll buy it. I will click this link here. I need this box art big. Bigger. Bigger. I can't. I can't get a good look at it. Regardless, uh, not interested in The Sims. Sixty-nine. Nice. Nice. Doctor Mario. Doctor Mario. Not a doctor. It's just a okay Puyo Puyo game. I would put Mean Bean Machine higher than this. I hate the name Mean Bean Machine. Sixty-eight. Double Dragon. I've never really gotten into any beat 'em up. Yeah, I played no. a little bit of Castle like Crashers. Drama. I've just never. I've played a little Cast Crashers, I played a little Scott Pilgrim, I played a little bit of Double Dragon time, and Final Fight. I've one, just never cared. One time I, fr I went over to a friend's house and we hung out for eight hours and just played through all of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And we did that with Asura's Wrath too, but we only got through like the first chapter. 67, the original the Soul first, Calibur. The first act, not the first chapter. Which means, 67, Soul Calibur, which means that like Soul Calibur 2 is probably going to be even higher on this list, because I feel like Soul Calibur 2 is like the beloved one, right? Yeah. Um, also, it's one word. That's weird. 66, Zork 1, The Great Underground Empire. Okay, I guess. It's weird that from the start it's called Zork 1, like they knew they were going to make sequels to this. Pokemon, the first movie. Um, Fallout 3, 65. I have a lot of affection for Fallout 3. It would make It would be very high on my own personal list. I also recognize that Fallout 3 is pretty bad. It does not hold up. It's just that I played it at a time and place where I got really mm -hmm. into it. I don't like Fallout. Like, just in general, I don't like anything about Fallout. 64, GTA San Andreas. I feel like that's everyone's favorite, right? I have no fucking clue. I feel like San Andreas is everybody's favorite from the PS2. I thought Sleeping PS2. Dogs was everyone's favorite GTA. That might be true. <laughs> I feel like of the PS2 games, San Andreas is everybody's favorite. Mm -hmm. So. Sure. 63, Majora's Mask. It's it's pretty good. I don't like it because I don't like uh, time limits on games. But It's my favorite Zelda game to think about, but it's not my favorite Zelda game to play. <laughs> yeah, no. The fact that that timer is always going just makes me incapable of playing it. So, 62, Star Wars X-Wing. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. X-Wing seems pretty cool. I've never gotten into it. They should make a new one of those, maybe. 61, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. We're starting to see the true colors of this list in the top 100, where we've had four Zelda games, and we're only at Link's Awakening, which is not, you know... Link's Awakening is not it's, going to be Game Informer's favorite Zelda game. Link's Awakening, I've never played. I grew up playing, like, the handheld games that came after it. Like, I never understood the, like, intense love people have for that game. I really like Link's Awakening a whole hell of a lot. Um, it must be a generational thing because I played the next ones, which are the Oracle games, and that so, was like the ones that I'm so it was but invested in. Okay, um, I had Oracle. Which one was the red one? Seasons. I had Seasons for the color when I was really, really young, and I couldn't figure out how to get through it. Like I just just was too mm -hmm. dumb for Zelda. Um, and then like. When the 3DS came out, I was buying games on the 3DS Virtual Console, mm -hmm. and I thought about getting Ages and Seasons. I thought about getting those, 
but that was going to be more expensive than just getting Link's Awakening. So I didn't play Link's Awakening until I got it on the 3DS. I think Link's Awakening is really fucking good. Link's Awakening is not going to be Game Informer's favorite Zelda game. I just think that most people don't revisit the Game Boy, or even just the portable Zelda games. Yeah. People don't revisit things like Phantom Hourglass or Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks. Or Minish Cap. Spirit Tracks, the best video game of all time. Uh, Minish Cap is great. I really like Phantom Hourglass. I think that um, it's weird to have a Zelda game that isn't about Ganon or Vati. Mm -hmm. Like, the... The villain in that game is, like, a completely different thing. And also, Linebeck is in it. He's great. He's, a, he's like, a goofy pirate. He's, like, kind of a coward. But they don't make him Jack Sparrow, which is good. Um, but his his music is fucking great. 60, Arknoid. Okay. Okay. Grandpa. <laughs> 59, Adventure for the Atari. 2600. Not not something I know anything about, really. Like, I don't know. You're not going to convince me that an Atari game is better than fucking Metal Gear Solid 3. I don't even like Metal Gear Solid 3 that much, but you're just not going to convince me of that. 58, you're certainly not going to convince me that Mass Effect <laughs> is better than Metal Gear Solid 3. I don't know. Mass Effect is fine, I guess. It's People the, like that game. It's the best one of the that series, but like... I'm. I have beef with Bioware and the structure of their RPGs, so. Mm. It's fine. You know what? Fifty-seven. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Pretty fucking good. <laughs> I don't like Kotor, but it's a better Mass Effect than Mass Effect is. That's fair. Anyway, fifty-seven. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Fucking good. I. I have more. I got more into three, because. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 I had on the PS1. Which you know one? what system I had Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 on? GameCube. And GameCube. Which one had Darth Maul in it? Uh, 3. Okay. I don't know anything about Tony Hawk. 2 has Spider-Man and someone else. 3, I remember the... Un well, 2 has Spawn, 3 has Link. Um, 3 has Darth Maul, Wolverine, um... Which the it's funny because... Terminator? No, no, Terminator's not in that one. Those are the only licensed characters that show up in that game. You know how it's... Just thinking about how the Xbox version of Soul Calibur 2 had fucking Spawn. You know what's really funny, though? Is that... Okay. The reason that Darth Maul and Spider-Man and Wolverine are in those games is because Neversoft was making, like, Marvel and Star Wars games at the time. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Probably, like, two or three years after three, like, brands start to really tighten things, and you probably could not have put Darth Maul and Wolverine in the same, like, skating video game for a very long time. But until now. Until now, you could totally put Darth Maul and Wolverine in the same video game again. they're both owned by the same people. <laughs> um, yeah, let me tell you about Disney Infinity. Yeah. Done. They should make another good Tony Hawk game. I know... I know, um... There's that PC one that's, like, kind of a fan game that everybody likes that I think I could like, but well, I just... We all know that the only good skateboarding game is Metal Gear Solid 2 Subsistence. 56. 
I know people who say that this is the best video game of all time. I I know people like that. Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. It's a pretty good movie. What? You don't do shit in that game. You just kind of walk forward and shoot, and it's fine. I don't know. Have you played video games? <laughs> That game's fine. You don't get to be... You, that's not a criticism you yeah. get to level against <laughs> fucking Uncharted 2. When we were talking about Metal Gear earlier... <laughs> Metal Gear is good. Yes. Uncharted 2 is fine, I guess. Fuck Naughty Dog, first of all. 55, better than Shadow of the Colossus, apparently. I'm already frustrated with what you just scrolled up. 55, Eco, apparently better than Shadow of the Colossus in this universe. I own that. I should play it sometime. I own that, too. The next entry is a lie. 54, KOTOR. <laughs> I mean, yeah, KOTOR is better than Mass Effect, but it still fucking sucks. <laughs> Apparently it's better than Shadow of the Colossus. 53, Battlefield 2. I've never played a Battlefield game, so I don't care. I don't, I don't really care. 52, it's Pac-Man. Hell yeah. Love Pac-Man. Not as good as Miss Pac-Man, but it's fine. I mean, there was a whole cultural phenomenon around Pac-Man. You gotta put him on the list. Yeah, no, you might put Pac-Man higher on the list. I think Pac-Man's probably I mean, at the right spot. It depends on like... whether you're going by best games or most important games. Most important games, top ten. Mm-hmm. Best games, mm, don't think It's so. not as good as pa Miss Pac-Man anyway. I don't think that those games, like, hold up as, like, good games. In, I think in... they're good games. I don't they're, think they're great uh, games yeah, in the way but, that like, Tetris is. I don't think that, like... The medium has never surpassed fucking Pac-Man. You know, yeah, that's I think fair. we can move. I think the future is accessible, and we can move forward into it. Yeah, we do not need to like wallow in the classics uh -huh. the, and the the canon. You know, fifty-one, 51. Super Mario Galaxy. I you are am... Mr. Gay. Huh? You are Mr. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> I um, have had a Mario itch the last. You should have that checked out. I've had, a Mario, Mario. <laughs> I've had a Mario itch recently, and I only really like 3D Mario games. I've never really gotten into a 2D Mario game. And I've never played Galaxy, so I might pick Galaxy up soon. I have it on my laptop, I'm pretty sure. You know, the PC port that they did. You know what's better than Super Mario Galaxy number 50's Middle Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like 30 or 40 games better than Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> no, no. Because Metal Gear Solid 3 was at 191. It's oh, more than 100 video games oof, better oof. than Metal Gear Solid 3. Oof. Metal Gear Solid 2 is really fucking good, though. It's really good. I'm I'm no longer the person who thinks that Metal Gear Solid 2 is like a... Re you need to calm down and let me finish my speech here. I'm no longer the person that thinks that Metal Gear Solid 2 is like this sublime masterpiece in the way that I did when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. I think most people had that phase. Yeah. Um, cause you know, I, when I was younger, I used to read lots more essays about games, and like cr the Chrono Trigger stuff and like, um, the Zelda timeline stuff. Someone wrote a book about Metal Gear Solid 2. Someone wrote a fucking book. You read that book? I've read a little bit of it. About, yeah, it's interesting. It's, what is it? Signs and Roadmaps? Is that what it's called? Something like that. Something like that. Um, it's just a huge analysis of MGS2 and MGS2 is one of my favorite games. It's a really good game. Uh, I like it more than 3 because, personally, like I've said before, I think that Big Boss... When you introduce Big Boss to the Metal Gear storyline, it becomes, like, Big Boss becomes the focus in a way that I didn't like. I, I liked the focus being in the future with, like, the 
the cool like, aesthetic of the future yeah. in Metal Gear. Yeah. And the insistence on revisiting Big Boss again and again and again kind of killed my interest in the series after a little while. Aesthetically, I'm more into, like, you know, the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Like, aesthetically, that's more interesting to me than the future. But um, character-wise, I just think that Solid Snake could have been more interesting than Big Boss, and... Definitely. I think so. I'm not interested in watching the fall of Big Boss. Like, 3 alone was enough for me. Yeah. I didn't really need Peace Walker or V to, like, yeah. expound, expound on that. Um, personally, I think that moving forward in, in the timeline and, like, adopting sort of a Metal Gear Acid aesthetic would have been very fun. The thing that would have made the fall of Big Boss more interesting, I think, is... If it were written well? Remakes of MGS, or Metal yeah. Gear 1 and 2. Sure. So that more people, because I played 3 and then I watched 1 without really having the context of who Big Boss became in the years between 3 and 1, you know? And, like, just having cool 3D remakes of that would be interesting. And you could probably do, like, I don't know. I don't want to be, like, armchair game designer here, those are fairly small games. They're fairly small games. You might be able to, like, I mean, smush them into one project. A lot of, a lot of the solid games, like MGS2, MGS3, um, have, like, the first chapter and the second chapter. Like, sure. the, you know, the tanker and the big shell, for example. And so you could just do Metal Ground Gear. Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain. Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain. You could just do that um, in a remake. So yesterday I was listening to... Um, you could do, like, uh, fucking the Link's Awakening thing, too. They could do a 3D, like, top-down. Yesterday I was listening to um, Waypoint, and mm -hmm. um, apparently Bluepoint, which is some developer that is famous that I don't recognize off the top of my head... They do a lot of HD ports and stuff. Right. They have announced that for the PS5, they are doing their, like, biggest, most ambitious remake... Um, yet, and it will be a PS5 exclusive, and so uh, Waypoint was speculating on what that might be. Austin and Patrick really seem to think it's Demon's Souls, which would be cool. I would love an easier way to play that game. Yeah, also, I would too. I, you know, before went out, the service went offline. And a sound, announcing the PlayStation 5 with Demon's Souls as back would be really rad. Like, that's, I talked about it in our last episode, that's the game. That's right. You lost the game. That's the soul. <laughs> Sorry. You just spat in my face. <laughs> you made me lose the game. Yeah. Now, um, lost the, now everyone listening has lost the game. But they were looking at other things it might plausibly be, and they talked about Metal Gear Solid, and they were like, um, uh, they don't think it's going to be Metal Gear Solid because Demon's Souls, like, you don't have to do as much work from the ground up as, like, if you remade Metal Gear Solid, you would kind of have to start from scratch a little bit. Let me just lean in close to the microphone here. Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. <laughs> How much do you want to bet? How much do you want to bet that Twin Snakes is higher on this list than Sons of Liberty? Ah. <sighs> I wouldn't I, believe that it is because I love Twin Snakes. I bet you Twin Snakes is higher on this list, but not as high as Metal Gear Solid. I think Twin Snakes is better than Metal Gear Solid One. Mm -hmm. Like anyway. I know that I had now have 
for some reason have this reputation as the remake liker, but I it's just kind of better a little bit. Um but anyway, here's another idea um is instead of remaking Metal Gear Solid, they could remake Metal Gear 1 and 2. That would be kind of interesting. I don't great. think I don't know that you can announce the PS5 yeah. with this weird passion project of First remaking of all, MSX games. That would involve Konami putting out video games. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's the other reason that like you don't remake Metal Gear Solid, because you ask Konami, could we remake Metal Gear Solid? And they're like, no. 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 I don't think it's going to be... I bet Demon Demon Souls seems pretty plausible. I bet it's like fucking... You know what? What? Silent Hill 2. Ooh, Silent Hill 2, I could definitely imagine. Because Silent Hill 2 is also a quintessentially Sony game. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Even if Silent Hill is not a Sony franchise, like, people associate Silent Hill 2 with the PS2. Yeah. Um, I would be interested in that. Have I told you about my experience with Silent Hill 2? No. I think I would really like it. I think I would really like Silent Hill 2. But you're a baby. I am a baby. I have tried to play it. Um, I have also tried to play it. I got so scared that I couldn't keep the disc in my bedroom. I had to put it in another room because I thought the disc was haunted. And then I tried to watch an LP of it, and the LP was too scary. <laughs> I was... I just... I was just... It just makes me anxious. Yeah. It just makes me really anxious to play. Yeah. Um, so I only got like an hour in. But I think I think if I got into Silent Hill two, I think that whole franchise would be like a gold mine for me. That like that all that franchise seems like my shit, or at the, at the very least the first four games. You know, past the first four games, who knows? Um. Yeah, like if it's a big, if they say it's a big thing, Silent Hill two, I think is the next best guess behind Demon Souls. Yeah. Like I'm just, I just can't see people getting as excited about Demon Souls. That's the thing for me. I don't know. I well, I have a lot of fondness for Demon Souls. If they didn't just do a Dark Souls remaster, that would be my guess. Would be Dark Souls, except that I don't think Dark Souls is a people associate with a PlayStation. You know. No. Anyway, forty nine. According to Game Informer, better than Rock Band two. According to me, dog shit. The original Guitar Hero. It's not even as good as Guitar Hero 2. Listen, you don't get any of that other stuff without Guitar Hero 1. Yeah, sure, but, like, you that's why you put Guitar Hero 1 at, like, 90. If you put Guitar Hero 1 at 90, I'm like, yeah, sure, you don't get any of those other games without Guitar Hero. Yeah. But you put Rock Band saying, 2 at 49. I'm just saying it belongs on the list. It belongs on the list, sure. It's not the best Guitar Hero game, and the best one of these is ranked much lower than Guitar Hero, the worst one of these. <laughs> Shrug. 48, Deus Ex. Hey, Did we never, we never talked about we Deus never Ex talked on the podcast. We never talked about Deus Ex on the podcast. Um, do we want to do that right now? We can, like, do a brief Let's, version of it. Okay. Nora and I were in the grocery store the other day talking about cyberpunk, and, like, I was feeling weird because I felt like just a few short years ago, everybody really loved cyberpunk as a genre, and then, like, in the last two years, everybody's turned on it in a big way. And I was trying to think, like, what's wrong with cyberpunk? Why do people not like cyberpunk? And I have a thought, which is that um, the cyberpunk purports to be 
like, anti-capitalist, like, purports to be like, oh, megacorps are bad and are ruining the world and we need to take down megacorps. But, um, it's always very individualistic. You know, you, you read Snow Crash and it's about hero protagonist, you know, all by himself or, you know, nearly by himself taking down this big corporation. And I'm, I'm not very familiar with Neuromancer, but my understanding is that it's a very, like, Th- these couple hackers take down, you know, everything and save the world. Um, yeah, hero protagonist doesn't really fight a corporation. He fights a cult. Yeah. But he does save the world. Yeah. With um, YT is there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, she, like... She does stuff. And, like, um... That guy Cyberpunk, who's just a car is there. Cyberpunk, as a genre, purports to be anti-capitalist, but is still selling to you this individual fantasy that you can be the hero and you can be, um, which is a very capitalist idea of like, you can be the hero, right? That Mm -hmm. is a very capitalist thing. Capitalism is supposed to divide us from each other. Deus Ex, I think, breaks genre, breaks the whole genre because, um, one, it's, like, very influential to anybody making cyberpunk now because a lot of those people are in video games. video game spaces, like... I don't know much about cyberpunk outside of video games. It feels like cyberpunk kind of moved to video games as the main medium. I don't know. Maybe yeah. the, there's still a literary scene that's real big. But. but but Deus Ex is a game that on its face says the corporations are bad. But then as you get to the end of the game, you find it's not the system that's bad. It's the Illuminati. It's these, like, dozen people that are bad. And, like... That is, like, an actual, like, capitalist myth that, like, capitalists want you to believe in. That, like, if we can just get rid of the Illuminati, if we can get rid of the bad actors, the system will work itself out. It's just that some people use the system bad. And so cyberpunk can't be anti-capitalist when it's pushing myths like the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the short version. We This was, like, an hour-long discussion in the grocery store while we were buying milk and soda and chips and other th- <laughs> and other things that you need yeah uh yeah it's just uh you, sh- you everyone should go buy ascendancy people should buy ascendancy it's a pretty good game 47 super mario world the only um 2d mario that i've made any headway in besides yoshi's island 2D Mario is a little too hard for me. I'm just bad at it and don't enjoy it much, but I really like Super Mario World aesthetically. I played it a lot as a kid. It's a good game. 46, GTA 4, which means that GTA 3 might be higher on this list than GTA 4. I don't know. GTA 3 might not be on this list, period. I'd be okay never seeing GTA again, like, in my life. Yeah, I'd be okay with that, too. That's not going to happen. Do you know how much money GTA 5 makes? Yeah. It's still making a lot of money. Uh Uh-huh. 45, Final Fantasy Tactics. Unexpected, but okay. Unexpected, but I'm into it. I really want to get into tactics. Tactics seems like a thing I would really like, because I like tactics games a lot. Maybe. Maybe we play the uh, PSP remake. Yeah. 44, EverQuest. Okay. Okay. I don't have any thoughts about EverQuest. 43, Final Final Fantasy Fantasy X. Objectively better than Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> uh, if I'm being honest with myself, 10 is better than Kingdom Hearts, though in my heart, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 edge out 10. 2 is better than 10, but Final Fantasy 10 is definitely better than Kingdom Hearts 1. I will accept this. 
I just think that as a constructed as a game, ten is very well crafted mechanically and narratively. Yeah. Two, I have a better fondness for for personal reasons, and one, just inferior on basically all aspects to Final Fantasy X. Like, I don't yeah. know of anything I would compare Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts 1 to on, favorably on any game, really. Like, Final Kingdom Hearts Fantasy 1 is kind of bad. Kingdom Hearts 1 is pretty bad. <laughs> Final Fantasy X is, like, not only is it a great video game, it's, like, a great video game, like... In its genre, it is also, like, kind of a focal point Kingdom Hearts 2 is a fucking mess. You know? But it's beautiful. Yes. Final Fantasy X is not a mess. No. Final Fantasy X is deliberate, and, like, they knew they were making a great game, and they just made, without qualifiers, a great game. One of the best games. I'm not a big fan of Blitzball, but it doesn't feel like a shitty, cobbled-together mess. Like, some... Yeah. RPG sub games are Kingdom Hearts 2 is has a skateboarding mini game. <laughs> not, not really. Not really. Kingdom Hearts 2 has a skateboard. That's true. It does have a skateboard that appears in Hades for some reason. Kingdom Hearts 2 is such a good game. 42 Pokemon Red Blue. Do you think there's another Pokemon game higher than this? Yellow. Uh, I guess, I guess, yeah, you would pair yellow. Yellow is the one that I grew up with. I gold, silver, gold, silver, would probably get a show. If that's the case, then crystal would probably be the one, right? Well, I think of gold, silver, crystal as all one thing. But crystal's different. Okay, you can be a girl, and it's in color. Um, gold and silver might have been in color. I don't know. I think gold and silver are in color. Uh, gold and silver will almost certainly appear higher. I don't think Ruby Sapphire will appear on this list. I'm pretty sure Crystal had Pokemon animations. Okay. Ruby Sapphire, I think... I think nowadays, if I say Ruby and Sapphire is, like, just obviously, clearly a better game than Red and Blue, no one would bat an eye. But at this moment, making this list, you're like, oh, but, like... Ruby and Sapphire are new and flashy, but they don't have the nostalgia factor that Sure, but then you, you get another thing of, like, is Final Fantasy 1 better than Final Fantasy 10? No. Yeah. This like, also... Final Fantasy 1, and I'm using this as yeah. an example because Red and Blue also have this, is fucking broken. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a whole stat in FF1 that doesn't fucking work on the NES. Just, like, psychic types, I think, in Red and Blue are broken. Like, not just overpowered broken they are like mechanically do not function the way they are supposed to yeah and like this brings up the question because we were asking last time resident evil is pretty low on this list it feels like it feels like resident evil one should be higher on this list but if remake is on this list then it makes sense sure if fire red and leaf green are included in red and blue this spot makes sense to me sure but if you don't include Fire Red and Leaf Green, I think maybe Red and Blue should be lower. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Anyway, speaking of Resident Evil, a game that did not have a remake at this time, 40, 41 Resident Evil 2. Okay. No interest in old Resident Evil games because now that there's a remake I can't do of, tank controls. Yeah, now that there's a remake of 2, I'm probably never going to play the PS1 game. Except maybe out of curiosity, I would play, like, the first couple areas. And I mean, then... it's probably just going to play just like Resident Evil. Yeah. I don't think I have any interest in playing the original 
Resident Evil 2 unless I played the remake and then was like, I want to play through the first couple areas just to get a taste of the original. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's the only thing I can imagine myself doing. 40, Gran Turismo. I had that. It was my favorite racing game for the PS1. I really like racing games. You want to know about it's racing not... games for the PS1? Let me tell you about a little game called Hot Wheels Turbo Racing. <laughs> Gran Turismo's fine. It's not oh, better God. than Rock Band 2. Number 39. Number 39, Halo Combat Evolved. Combat Evolved. They really evolved combat. Combat Evolved is a really good game. That game's fucking good. That's probably one of my Do we t- think? Because we've seen Halo 2 on this list already. Halo 3 is not higher than Halo 1. Yeah, there's no way they put Halo 3 higher than Halo 1. The only thing that, would, that I would expect Game Informer to put higher than Halo 1 is maybe ODST? I would expect Reach to be higher, except I don't think Reach was out when they made this list. Here's the thing about Halo Combat Evolved is that it is definitely in the top 10 best FPSs of all time. Oh, for sure. Maybe for top sure. top five. Honestly, Combat Evolved's really good. It's really fucking good. It's the only Halo game I've played. Reach is also... I don't think Reach was out when they made this list. Otherwise, Reach would probably I really be... want people to revisit Reach because I feel like there is, like, a reverence for that game that has been, like... It has grown over the years despite lack of like really revisiting it and i'd be interested to see if it actually holds up the way that I wonder, people talk about it reach and metal gear solid 3 are a little bit similar in that like they are prequels that like i don't think this is necessarily true but some people will tell you oh yeah you can play reach and you can play 3 without like you can play metal gear solid 3 without knowing like they're self-contained you know, they're not. People tell like, people will tell you that Metal Gear Solid Three is self-contained. That's those not people tr- are lying. Yeah, that's not true. But people say that, and people will tell you that Reach is self-contained. Then, and I think that is a big part of the reverence for it is that it's like a prequel. It's like you don't have to know everything about what came after, or chronologically, to. No, that doesn't. It doesn't make I I don't agree with this, but I think it would I think it lends to the reverence for Reach and the reverence for MGS3. What do you th- what would you say to someone playing Metal Gear in Revengeance 4 2 order? Like just the Raiden games but going backwards? Could that would be mad what are you even saying? <laughs> like could you play Revengeance on its own? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know much about Revengeance. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Moving on. Halo's fucking great. Moving Halo's on. fucking great. 38, Mega Man 2, the best Mega Man game. No, Mega you know Man what? 3 is better. I will say, I will accept Mega Man 2 as the best Mega Man game. Yes, yes. I was also going to say this. <laughs> Mega Man 3 might be better. Let me tell you about Maverick Hunter X. I think the best way to do this list would be like Mega Man 2 at 38 and Mega Man 3 at 37. I feel like that would be sure. just. Instead, 37 is Sim City. Yeah, the original one. I I don't know anything about SimCity. Anyway, number 36 is Sid Meier's Civilization. Anyway, number 35 is StarCraft. StarCraft's pretty fucking good. StarCraft's pretty good. I love StarCraft, actually. I like the introduction of hero units. um, That makes my... So, it makes Warcraft 3 better, in my opinion, but I understand why you put StarCraft so high. I definitely get it. I just like hero units. It's weird, like, I played StarCraft as... Very much a single-player, like, game that I was playing to get the story out of. Yeah, same. And that was definitely not what a lot of people were into yeah. it for. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the story is, like, that. Can- it's a good campaign. 
I think Warcraft 3 is the best of these Blizzard campaigns, but the StarCraft campaign is really good. I'm very interested in becoming the kind of person who knows all of the StarCraft lore. Yeah. Because there's some fucked up lore at the end of 2. Did you did you hear the recent StarCraft news? No. Uh, they started developing a first-person shooter and then canceled it. This is not recent. No, no, it is recent. They did it again. They did it again. <laughs> they canceled StarCraft Ghost again. <sighs> I remember having a preview disc that showed the raddest fucking trailer for StarCraft Ghost. They just put her in StarCraft 2. Yeah. And also Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. She's cool. You know, what, you know what game is really good? God, I wish I looked like that. What game is really good? Heroes of the Storm is really good. You know what game is really good? <laughs> <laughs> if you got into Heroes of the Storm, I would be playing Heroes of the Storm with you. I, I will get into Heroes of the Storm on a drop of a fucking hat. Okay. I, like, I like League more than it fucking deserves. <clears throat> 34, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, Not as good as Sonic <coughs> 2, I think. Here's the deal. This is another one, kind of like uh, some of the other things. I'm not blanking on a specific example. Sonic 1 doesn't really hold up, I don't think. Is Sonic 2 and 3 are to better? Be, to be fair, I'm the person who does not like Sonic games. I but don't... I feel like Sonic 1 is probably, if you replay all the Sonic games, one of the weaker games. Yeah, I don't really like 2D Sonic games, but of the 2D Sonic games, of the Genesis games... Like, two and three are just better. Knuckles is better. Sonic CD is better. Like, I just, I think you put this at, like, 99 and you put Sonic 2 in this spot. You know? I mean, that certainly seems to be more, like, well-liked than also, Sonic 1. I just realized that Sonic Adventure 2 is definitely not on this list. And I understand why. But if you don't have Sonic Adventure 2 on your top 200 video games of all time list, you're just wrong. There will never be a game that is more video games than Sonic Adventure 2. There is. It's called Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. <laughs> Maybe you haven't heard of it. <laughs> Patrick Stewart says the word bitch in that game. It's great. <laughs> Number 33, Super Mario Kart. It's no, the no. worst Super Mario Kart what? game. Mm. I don't know why you put... Why is this even in the top 50? Yeah. I I like Mario Kart. There are Kart. a lot of video games out there. I like Mario Kart. Mario Kart SNES. I like Mario Kart a lot. I have I played the SNES one. I know. It's not even as good as 64, and 64 I don't even really like that much. Double Dash. Double Dash is good. The Wii one is great. They could have put the Ten? Wii one. Yeah, yeah like... There are a lot of really good Mario Kart games. I feel like games. Mario Kart just gets better. Yeah, Mario each Kart iteration. Mario Kart literally just gets better each time. Like I feel the best like. Mario Kart is actually like Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed. I kind of want to play that. I've never played any. I've of heard this. it's like really. Isn't there a new one? Ooh, I don't know. I think there's a new one of those. But I think there's a new one of those. But you might not be able to play like Kazuma Kiryu in that one. I don't know. But we should can look you into play this. as Danica Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> Who you could play as in the other Sonic game? For real? Yeah. She was a guest character on the Sonic Racing game. We we should investigate this and then maybe purchase one and play it together. For like 20 minutes. Yeah. 32, GoldenEye 007. Not oh, a game I ever played. His mouth you is know, weird in that box art. It is real weird on that box art. <laughs> <laughs> I can never not see that. You know what? You know what game I never... I've never played? GoldenEye 007. You know what game I have played and fucking love? Time Splitters. I have played GoldenEye, weirdly enough, but I was so young that I 
barely remember. I remember watching it more than I remember playing it. Uh, would not play it today if you put it in front of me because I bet a first-person shooter on the Nintendo 64 is not going to be very fun for old girl Nora. Yeah, I feel like... You know what? If I have to see a Nintendo 64 controller, <laughs> I'm not having a good day. I can make that happen. Don't. <laughs> if I have to look at a Nintendo 64 controller, it's you a could, bad day. You could hold one today. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't... It's a bad controller. Anyway, I had all three Time Splitters games. I rented them all from Blockbuster. They're all good. Time Splitters is good. I've heard those games are great. Those Time Splitters is really good. I don't know that I would like play Time Splitters again in 2019. I don't know why we're talking about Time Splitters. Because it, Time Splitters is like the spiritual successor to Goldeneye. It's got like kind of the same controls. Is football the spiritual successor to rugby? Speaking of, 31, Tecmo Super Bowl. Okay. I don't I'd, believe you list, but okay. 30. The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. It's a different time. It's a different time. This belongs at like 201 IMO. <laughs> now, 30 in 2019, 30 being Skyrim? I buy that. I buy 15 being Skyrim Honestly, in 2019. Skyrim is kind of good. Here's the like, thing. It's fucked up, but it's a little bit good. It's fucked up that it's good. Here's the thing. Skyrim be. Skyrim is in my opinion a legitimately good game. I know we all dunk on Skyrim. We certainly it's, do. It's because, easy. No, the Blue Point Project is going to be Skyrim being remade <laughs> for the PS5. <laughs> Skyrim is really good though. And Morrowind It's a good video game. Morrowind doesn't hold up at all, but it has its quirks. Sure. I don't understand why you put Oblivion on this list. Except that when Skyrim you, isn't out yet. Except that Skyrim isn't out yet. But you have Fallout 3 on this list, which I feel like Fallout 3 just fixes a lot of the problems of Oblivion. Like, Fallout 3 is, to me, just the good version of Oblivion. Oblivion really fucking sucks ass. <laughs> I, Oblivion doesn't even have the nostalgia factor for me, and I played it when I was 12, mm -hmm. and I can not get any enjoyment out of that game anymore in a way that I can still get something out of Morrowind. I bought Morrowind at a, uh, like, basically like a garage sale or something, but for, it was at a church. Mm -hmm. It had lots and lots of big tables. It was just this Ziploc baggie that came with a CD case and the manual from the game and, like, a little map. Like, How far are we into this podcast? We're at an hour and hush. six. Jesus. And I remember installing it and playing it a lot when I was very, very young, uh, didn't really like, like, I really wanted to like it because it was neat. I liked the aesthetic. I still like the aesthetic of Morrowind a lot. Uh, but I ne could never get into it because that game is, like, uh, obtuse, you could say. Also, it, it's obtuse. Morrowind is unique. It is distinct. The, it certainly is. The way that Morrowind looks with, you know, the silt striders and the weird architecture and mm -hmm. all that... There's nothing else quite like Morrowind out there. Oblivion <clears throat> is very plainly just trading on Lord of the Rings is the most popular thing in the world right now. Sure. Like, that's just what Oblivion looks like. It looks like Lord of the Rings movies. Or World of Warcraft. Or World of Warcraft. Like, Oblivion is just, what's popular right now, we're going to do that. It is very bland, I think. I really... It's Skyrim. Skyrim is a little bit Game of Thrones. 
Yeah, I mean, like, Skyrim has this problem. Maybe that problem. doesn't line up temporally, but, like... Skyrim has this problem, too, but Skyrim is saved by being fun uh-huh. and good. Yeah. <laughs> that game's, like, a decade old, almost, and it's still, like... Yeah. A great game. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I didn't... I, once I learned how to play Skyrim and how my version of Skyrim being fun was, I had a fucking blast. Yeah. Once I, like, figured out... The way that I needed to play that game to have fun, me personally, yeah, I understood why people liked it. 29, Half-Life 1. Great fucking video game. It's pretty good. Not better than Halo. Not, not better than Combat Evolved. Combat Evolved, definitely like top five shooters. Half-Life 1, top ten shooters, maybe. I really <laughs> like Half-Life 1. Do you think Half-Life 1 is better than 2? I think so. I don't think so. Because here's the I thing, think... Half-Life 1 is a little too long. Half-Life 1, definitely too long. Half-Life 1, I think of as more of just a shooter. Half-Life 2, I think, tries to bring together shooter and puzzle game in ways that make it feel a little not quite what you want sometimes. Counterpoint. Half-Life 1 ends on one of the worst levels in any FPS. Half-Life 2 ends on one of the best levels of any FPS. That's true. That's true. That's just true. If you tell me that you like Half-Life 2 better than Half-Life 1, I get it. I think I maybe prefer Half-Life 1. I like the second half of Half-Life 2 better than the second half of Half-Life 1. That's definitely fair. But I think that... Half-Life 2 stays good throughout, at the very least. It's a much more consistent game. It is less frustrating, generally. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the episodes are a little more frustrating at times. Like I definitely yeah. remember not enjoying the final battle of episode two. I should play Blue Shift and Opposing Forces. Sure. I should just play those, just try them. Like, what if Half-Life 1 was like three hours long? Yeah. 28, Diablo 2. I don't have any really... I got really into Torchlight 1 and 2. I beat this... Torchlight 1 and 2. I've never touched a Diablo game. This is another case of like, this is the important one, but... I don't think Diablo 3 was out when they made this list, or if it was, or if Diablo 3 was out when they made this list, Diablo 3 was new, and people did not like Diablo 3 when it came out. Do you remember that Diablo 3 and Torchlight 2 came out in the same week? No. Yeah, they came out in the same week, and I remember people being like, I'm getting Torchlight 2 because Diablo 3 is so fucking bad. I think Torchlight 2 was weirdly helped by coming out right next to Diablo 3, because, like, and also hurt because Diablo 3 was coming out. Why the fuck would you play Torchlight when Diablo 3 was coming out? <laughs> I feel like people's opinions of Diablo 3 are, like, extremely high now. Yeah, people, yeah. If I, you, I played a little bit of that game a year ago uh, because it was, it was, like, a date game. And it's pretty good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's on the Switch. I think if, like, there's ever, if I ever just looking at the Switch store and I see it for, like, 15 bucks, I might get it because I've... I like Torchlight 1 and 2. I haven't played a game like that in a very long time. I would just get that for Diablo, us, Diablo for 3, it's a great date game. I'm just going to say, like, as far as date games go, it's one of the best. The problem with Diablo 3, for me, is that it's a Blizzard game. So it's racist. Well, besides that, it is extremely racist. It is racist. The other thing is that it's a Blizzard game. It will continue selling forever. And so they can still sell that game for $50 in 2019, and no one you complains. You can probably get it for 30 But you can't get it for 15 which is what I want to pay for that. <sighs> I fair. feel like I would not get $30 enjoyment out of Diablo 3. I think that you would. Anyway. 
27, Bioshock. Which means that Bioshock 2 and Infinite will not... I don't think Infinite was out when this no, list came out. No, definitely not, because Infinite was like 2012? Something like that. 2013? Was Infinite yeah. before Revengeance? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't know why I conflated those two in my head. Anyway, Bioshock 27 1. being Bioshock means that Bioshock 2 is not on this list, which is criminal because Bioshock 2 is better than Bioshock 1. You can do a favor and read that first sentence of this little blurb for Bioshock left by, editorialized by Dante BK, the user who created this list. Not Game Informer. This not is, Game Informer. If a game can get me to sit around for two articles... If a game can get me to sit around for two hours reading articles about Ayn Rand after I finish it, it must have made quite an impact on me. Strangely, I don't even really care about the gameplay that much, and it was so much more about the atmosphere in the story. It contains one of the best moments in gaming history. I don't think that's true, but it's very the, funny that Bioshock taught people about ideology. <laughs> the thing is that the game should just... That would be one of the best moments in gaming history if the game ended with that moment. If you just killed Andrew Ryan and then Fontaine came out of the corner and killed you. But instead, that game goes on for two more hours that are fucking horrendous. <laughs> I really like Bioshock 1. It's one of my favorite games just because of like the place it has in my history as a human. I've never finished it because the last boss fight is dumb and bad and not fun, and so I just get to the last boss fight. I've gotten to the last boss fight like three times mm -hmm. and just never played it. <laughs> 26. Oh, fuck you. 26, God of War for the PS2. I played this game. I, I did too. In the wake of God of War 2018, I did play the original God of War. I played it for a podcast. Um, I played the entirety of this game. This game fucking sucks. I played Devil May Cry 3 and really liked it and asked people what other games I should play, and one person recommended Bayonetta, and eight people recommended God of War 1. Well, I, I, remember, I remember this. I got one recommendation for Bayonetta or Devil May Cry 4, and then a bunch yes. of people told me, don't play those games. They're not That's... very good. You should play God of War. That's Who the, the fuck... <laughs> It's saying that Devil May Cry 4 and Bayonetta aren't very good games, especially when that's what you fucking want. People, God of War is not even the same genre of action game as Devil May Cry. This is like people on forums in 2011 or something. Fuck those people. Fuck those people! Imagine saying that God of War 1 is better than Devil May Cry 4 or Bayonetta! Devil May Cry 4 is... As far as I know, the best Devil May Cry game. I haven't played 5 yet. Who knows if that's good? I bet that's pretty fucking good. It looks pretty fucking good to me. Number 25, Street Fighter 2, World War, fuck you. There's like six other versions of that game that are better than that one, probably. Yeah. Super Turbo. 24. If you just, like, cover this up and say Super Turbo, like, yeah, sure. That is the 25th best game of all time. I... Yeah, it, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. 24, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night should be, like, number three. Maybe you fucking heard of it. <laughs> Symphony of the Night, it's great. It's great. But there's a character in Bloodstained who looks like Alucard from Symphony of the Night. Voiced by the voice actor of Alucard from Symphony of the Night from the PS1 dub. Uh-huh. It's great. He's great. His name is Orlock Dracule. He goes by OD. He's a librarian. He's rad as fuck. 23, Galaga. Galaga is my favorite game to play at an arcade. 22, Contra. Sure. 
You know what's not as good as Symphony of the you know Night is Contra. You know what's greater than Contra? A lot, a lot of people. But Super Metroid. <laughs> Super fucking Metroid. Maybe you've heard of it. Super Metroid. 21st best game of all time. Should be higher. 20. Weirdly low. Shockingly low. Eh, it made it to the top 20. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I thought this was going to be in the top five. I don't think this is the best Zelda game. I don't think so either. I just think that if you're a game informer making this list in, like, 2012 or whatever. Sure. Like, I don't. Put... I just don't understand the Ocarina of Time, like, reference. Like, it's a good game. It is. You know what's better than good? Better than that? Better than all the Zelda Number games. Number 19. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. It is fucking good. It is so good. Racist, but it's pretty fucking good. Number 18, Resident Evil 4. That game is also very good. Fuck yeah. Best Resident <laughs> Evil game. Best game. No. I fucking love Resident Evil 4. 17 Chrono Trigger? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. has always been my favorite video game of all time. 16, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Just gonna gloss over Chrono Trigger, the best video game? Yeah. Because <laughs> I just thought it was really funny to follow up, like, the, like, crescendo of <laughs> Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil 4, Chrono Trigger! Mike, Mike Tyson's, Tyson's Punch-Out. Um, Isn't Super Punch-Out better? Is that true? I don't know. Here's the thing. Chrono Trigger is a great uh, JRPG. It's also a really good, like, introduction to JRPGs. Yeah. It's, a very, it's like a simple and easy to, to get uh, system that is very fun. Number 15, Final Fantasy VII. Okay. It's great. I don't think it's better than Chrono Trigger. I don't think so either. Number 14, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Sure, it's number, like, 2,000 on my own personal list. I don't like Modern Warfare, but, I, like... like, again, it's a difference between personal yeah. and impactful. This game is a very impactful release. Number 13, Super Mario 64. It's good. Okay. I really like 60, I really like 64 because there's not a gimmick to it other than it being in 3D. Oh no, there is a gimmick. Hmm. It's bad. <laughs> but like the camera is the gimmick. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> they never They never made 64 2, you know? I mean they did. 64 by 4. On the Nintendo DS. I don't know this game. It's just they put N64 on uh they put Mario 64 on uh, the DS. Yeah, it's 64 launch. DS. Yeah. You can play I, as Yoshi. Like, because they moved from this to Sunshine, and then to Galaxy and Galaxy 2, and, and then to Odyssey. Do you want to know why? Huh. Because it's bad. <laughs> it's a bad video game. That's why they did it. It's a good video game. And I think it would be interesting if they made another game... There was like 64 that just doesn't have a gimmick. It's just a normal fucking video game. I don't know. This is this you know like Sunshine and Galaxy and Odyssey all have uh, Odyssey is the least of this but uh, like they've all got big gimmicks you know Nintendo games always have gimmicks I just like literally the gimmick for this is it's in 3D I know but like like every yeah. Nintendo game every Nintendo flagship title has like a gimmick every Zelda game has a gimmick like this is the thing that they do Number 12 A Legend of Zelda The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past it's a great game. It's a great, great game. It's a great game. Number 11, World of Warcraft. Should probably be in the top 10. Probably. But I don't care. Number 10, Miss Pac-Man. That's fair. Number 9, Super Mario Bros. 3. Okay. It's not as good as World. It's just not. Number Stop. 8, Final Fantasy 6. Okay. Is That's going to be the highest Final Fantasy game, right? 
I don't. We've done all the big ones at this yeah, point now. Yeah, like like in, especially in the era that this is written, you don't put anything above six. Yeah, especially in the like unless like, you, you put only, nine. You only put seven below six because of the compilation. Yeah, and like there's a weird thing about hating the fandom of seven at this point in time. Yeah, um, unless they have number nine at what if they have Final Fantasy nine higher? They would never do that. I don't think they would, but they I could imagine it. Uh, Number seven, Metroid. No. It's not as good as Super Metroid. It's like... And they're almost certainly not including Zero Mission in here. No. Metroid... Well, Metroid and Zero Mission are pretty different, I feel like. Yes, because Metroid Zero Mission is a good video game. Yeah, I feel Metroid like... Metroid 1 is fine. It it works, it works, it functions. It, it just, like, every game that iterates on it is better than it. Yeah, I agree. Number six... Doom. Fucking Doom. Fucking Doom. Great game. Number, Number five. five Half-Life 2. I I love to see it. The Borealis is here. It's me. Number four. Grand Theft Auto 3. I guess. I don't know why they don't put four or San Andreas higher. Putting Grand Theft Auto 3 is really weird. Grand Theft Auto 3 has a silent protagonist. I don't care about Grand Theft Auto. You'll never make me care about Grand Theft Auto. Number three. Tetris should maybe be number one. Should maybe be number one. We know what number two and number one are going to be. Number at this two point, is right? Mario one. Number one is Zelda one. Both of which don't belong in the top ten. Zelda one not as good as Link to the Past. Mario one not as good as World. Not as good as Mario three, which is not as good as World. Yeah. <laughs> like um, I don't know what to tell you. I know what you're doing here, but I don't agree with it. So those are the uh, 100 best video games. This is a long podcast. So anyway, the Zelda timeline. No. What do you have to say about the Zelda timeline? I mean, I was just wanted to talk about it. I don't have any. You want to end the podcast now? Yeah. This is a terrible podcast. No, it's good. This was a bad podcast we did, maybe. Was, we did a good one, actually. Yeah, we might have done a good podcast. Top 200 podcasts we've ever recorded. <laughs> we should make the list. We should just make our lists of our 10 favorite video games and just talk about it. We said we were going to do that for this uh, episode. Yeah, but I realized we weren't going to make those lists, talk about our lists, and also read the 100 best video games of all time. If you time. give me 10 minutes, I could do it. If you give me 10 minutes, I'd... I could give you a list of 16. No, I would need, like... I would need hours. It would literally eat up my day. Because I would... I spend so much time agonizing about these See, things. See, I make this easy on myself. My number one anime and my number one video game are set in stone forever. Which are number one anime, Fully Cooly, number one video game, Chrono Trigger. That's just... It will always be my favorites. I feel like that kind of sums up a lot of the shit I like in general. Mm-hmm. Between Fully Cooly and Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. I am a slut for time travel. You are. That's why I can't wait to get into FF13. We should play FF13. We should. should hook up our PS3 and just play it. should simply play it. <clears throat> should pl- hook up our PS3 and then play Shadow of the Colossus on the PS4, actually. Never mind. I've told you my Shadow of the Colossus take as far as, like, the remakes go. I would... If I had to... No, no if not if I had to. I like Shadow of the Colossus a lot. If I was going to play Shadow of the Colossus today, I would probably play the remake. I would also maybe... I would definitely think about playing the PS2 original. 
Yes. The only one I wouldn't play would be the th- would be the PS3. I understand port. that the PS3 version is inferior technically. Yeah, in some aspects. Like, because the PS2 version looks like a PS2 game. The PS3 version also looks like a PS2 game, except they kind of wash out, you know. And they got rid of the fog or something? They get rid of the fog. It feels really Maybe washed out. Maybe that's Silent out. Hill I'm mm. thinking about, but, like... As, I mean, the Silent Hill 2 remake for PS3 uh, changes the voice cast, which, like, what? why even bother? Sometimes you like that, because that's one of the reasons that Twin Snakes is better than Metal Gear 1. Metal Gear Solid 1. Is David Hayter still in Metal Gear oh, yeah. Solid 1? Or Twin Snakes? Urban Legend says that David Hayter took a pay cut to make sure that people came back on board for the Twin Snakes cast. But I don't know if that's true. That story I've always heard is that Hayter, like, gave up part of his pay to, like, help pay to make sure that, like, the voice cast returned for Twin Snakes. That's cool. I don't know if that's true. I say that's cool, like, it's a good thing. I think they should just pay all those actors what they deserve. Sure. Also, David Hayter seems like a weird guy. David Hayter seems like a strange guy. He, I isn't he in Bloodstained? Yeah, he plays Sangetsu, mm. the Japanese man. Ooh. Um. He had that whole breakdown on Twitter about not being Snake and Phantom Pain. Um, that was weird. You know what I was thinking about today? Phantom Pain. No. Well, I guess, yeah, because we've said the word Phantom Pain a couple times on this podcast. Um, I was thinking about how I just never want to see anything Watchmen-related ever again. You know what? Me too, and I've never read Watchmen. I keep thinking about revisiting, like, the actual, like, book. You know, like, you know, fucking Watchmen, 12 issues, came out in, like, 1987 or whatever. Mm -hmm. I keep thinking about revisiting that. But, like, there's Before Watchmen, there's Doomsday Clock, there's now going to be a TV show, there's a movie. And just, at one time, I was really invested in hating all that stuff. Now I just don't care. I just want those things to stop. Mm-hmm. No you one know, likes any of the sequels to Watchmen. I don't know why they keep making them. Because the no one thing one I would ever want to engage with is the movie. I'd watch that movie, I guess. You know what I'd rather People... watch than Watchmen? Mm-hmm. First of all, that was a good joke. I made it by accident. Second of all, the movie I'd rather watch instead of Watchmen is uh, V for Vendetta. Which is not great. No. But it's probably it's better, better than, than Watchmen. It's better than the comic V for Vendetta, I'll tell you that much. I would believe that. V for Vendetta comic... Granted, I don't like Alan Moore, really. Uh, I like his Swamp Thing, but I think it's more for the art than anything <laughs> Is that just his familiar in his wizard tower, is his swamp thing? I like Alan Moore's swamp thing, but I think it's more for the art than anything he's doing, necessarily. Sure, yeah. And I have a great deal of respect for Watchmen, even if I don't like it. Everything else that Moore's ever done, I have not cared for. I have... I keep wanting to read From Hell just to say I did it, um, but I probably won't. I keep... Like, I have read most of V for Vendetta and got bored. V for Vendetta's pretty boring. That movie's alright, though. That movie's pretty dece. I don't like that. Pretty I don't solid. like that you started doing that. Pretty, 
pretty okay, that movie. It's uh, not my favorite Wachowski movie, but... It's technically a Wachowski movie, but I don't think they had credits. But they... They... They made that movie even though they are not credited. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of stories about them, like, going uncredited, like, making that movie. Yeah. I kind of have a fondness for that movie. Like, I don't know that it's good. Mm. And I'm... Nope. Hugo Weaving's in it, though, and I fucking love that guy. I mean, he voices a character. <laughs> I fucking love Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving's pretty fucking good. You know what else he's good in? Huh? Cloud Atlas. Now, I know what you're thinking. Cloud Atlas. That movie's racist. You're right. I also kind of like it. I, I feel like I've said this on the podcast recently, that I've never seen Cloud Atlas because I think the book is bad. That's fine. I just don't like the book very much at all. <clears throat> I've never read it. Maybe I should read the book. Maybe, like, is the book less racist than the movie? No. Oh, well, shit. I don't know. Maybe. Like, okay. you. Here's the reason that you should read Cloud Atlas, the book. Uh-huh. Is that all of David Mitchell's books are in one universe, and, um, like, so if you want to read... Cloud mm-hmm. Atlas, and then you want to read another book that seems like it's totally unrelated, like Dream Number Nine or something. And then you want to, like, if you want to read all of these and think they're in, in, disconnected books, and then read the Bone Clocks and find out that actually there was an intricate web being weaved through these whole this Let whole thing. Let me tell you about Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> I, it's it's <laughs> either the Bone Clocks or the Bone Collector. Oh, Charlie Bone. Let me look this up. The Bone Collector might be an adventure book I had as a child. The Blown Collector, <laughs> just typed in. Please be. Uh, no, the Bone Collector seems to be a uh, Denzel Washington horror movie. The Bone Clocks. Yeah, that's a David Mitchell novel. Um, Is David Mitchell that British comedian? Weirdly... David Mitchell is that British author who shares a name with that British comedian. Oh, okay. <laughs> there are two guys from Britain named David Mitchell that are both famous for very different things. I want to see this David Mitchell on the fucking big quiz show. Um, have you ever seen that? No. The big fat quiz? Maybe. I don't know. I used to date someone whose dad was really into British game shows, and oh, so I've God. like been in the room while oh, a lot God. of British game shows were on TV. But I've, I've seen never... too much Noel Fielding in my life, that's for sure. <laughs> <clears throat> um, fucking Jimmy Carr. Anyway, um, let me tell you about Brandon Sanderson. Uh, the Cosmere uh, universe is pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. Um, David Mitchell has Ghost Written, Number Nine Dream, Cloud Atlas, Black Swan Green, which is like an auto, almost autobiographical book that I think is disconnected, uh, The Thousand Autumns of Jacob DeZoot, uh, and then The Bone Clocks, which ties all these other books together, except maybe Black Swan Green is left out, because that's like semi-autobiographical. He also... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Are you... I'm sorry, what? It says that um, David Mitchell wrote a 90-page novella called From Me Flows What You Call Time, 
Uh, completed in 2016 and not to be published until 2114? Why? Also, um... Also, there's, like, something with David Mitchell where, um... He is... One, if you read his books, he has a... Little bit of a gross fascination with, like, Japanese culture, you know? Mm. Um, and two... Um, is, like, the translator on this book that was written in Japanese... Um, that's, like... It is supposedly... It was marketed as being written by uh, a nonverbal autistic person, and, like, it got a lot of praise for being, like, oh, wow, like, you can really understand autism so well in this book, and, like, it's totally impossible to understand what autism is. And then it was, like, kind of came out that, like, um, it was not written by this person, it was written by their mom. And then it's, like, David Mitchell, like, translates this book and, like, in interviews is like saying problematic things about his own autistic child and about Japanese culture and <sighs> you hate to see it. There are a lot of people who make autism and especially nonverbal autistic folks into like mystical mm-hmm. and this book like really feeds into that myth. Um it is partially doing mm. it for it is really marketed at parents of autistic children who can't like quite understand their kids mm-hmm. you know particularly nonverbal kids um, weird week for uh being weirdly racist against asia huh. yeah now yeah. between this conversation and other goings on do i need to cut this from the podcast i don't know i don't know i think it's fair. I, I don't think is gonna listen to this also so also it doesn't fucking matter if he listens to this and is upset and wants to like hash it out with us uh, our patreon is expert odd.io <laughs> um as an addendum to the 20 dollar tier <laughs> i will acknowledge that you exist <laughs> i don't care sorry i've been wanting to write more recently i wrote a little bit yesterday yeah. about music and speaking of like criticism, I do kind of like I played Code Vein and then Time Spinner and then uh, Bloodstained all in a row, and like I feel like I could write a thing, and I don't know what I would write, but like Time Spinner is really fucking good. Music is easier for me to write about than video games because I feel like I can just write two hundred words about an album and call it a day. You could do that about video games. I just feel like video games because they are usually bigger, in that like. An album takes me 45 minutes to listen to. Sure. You know? I always feel like a video game deserve Not deserves more time, but, like, needs... Expects. M- expects more time. Yes. Yeah. And That's I feel the, like, like I can... Like, like our friend, good friends at Abnormal Mapping have said that video games are a scam. Yes. I feel like, um... Like, if I was going to write for Pitchfork, I would have to, you know, do, like, 1,500 words as an album review... But, like, for just my own little blog on Medium, I can just write 200 words about, like, hey, I listened to the Big Thief album today, and it was good, and I was really surprised. And, like, that's just all I have to say. And also, like, it interacted with how you'd have engaged with the band previously. Yeah. It's... That's... This, uh, 
that's also that like, is what I would want from like a music blog is like personal anecdotes and experiences, which is not the sort of thing I would not have written about that in the pitchwork review. I don't think. Sure. Especially because if I was writing the pitchfork review of the new Big Thief album, like you would probably go through each song, right? Say something. No, no, no one likes song by song reviews. No one. I don't those. know anything about music writing. No one likes song by song reviews. Um, okay. That is a format that people don't do, and you especially don't do at Pitchfork. Um, but um, <clears throat> the the thing is that like. The thing I wrote about in my little Big Thief thing yesterday was that, like, um, you know, for example, places like Pitchfork overhyped me on uh, Big Thief a little bit. I was, I was like, talking about getting overhyped, and, like, Pitchfork is specifically, like, an outlet that was responsible for that. And I don't think you can really, like, include a little anecdote about Pitchfork overdoing the hype in your Pitchfork review, you know? Like, I don't think that would make any sense. Sure. Especially because it would be like, I'm writing my review, um, and it's going to be sitting right next to reviews by other people, which are giving similar scores and not having the baggage that I had. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I have been thinking about uh, video games lately. Code Vein's great. Time Spinner, also great. Bloodstained, pretty fucking good. Not as good as Time Spinner. I don't think. Bloods- Bloodstained is, like, pretty good. Also, at one point I needed a object that dropped off of an enemy to progress in the game. Mm, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. I don't know what the drop rate on that is, because I only killed one of them. Mm. Because why would I fight an enemy when I can simply move past it? Mm-hmm. Um, also there's a chest containing an armor that negates spikes, which you need to complete the game, and that is also, uh, not told to you. And it is in a room where you can technically, and I did this, you can mark that square of the map by being in the wrong part of the room because it's a weird wrapped up like spiral room and this map is 2d you can map that corner but not be able to see or access that chest and so if you're looking at your map and just being like where have i not gone yet you will just see a filled in square there no the only chests that are marked on the map are the ones that restock themselves so because a lot of the crafting materials are in the blue chests that Mm. that refresh um so i just three or four times i had to check where the fuck am i supposed to go because i had no fucking clue i would like to finish symphony but inverted castle just got way too fucking tough for me so i don't know we'll see what if you had a sword that had no attack animation here's what i know is that we've been we're almost at a two-hour podcast and before we started recording this podcast i told you i am stressed about all the things i have to do today (laughs) You're not putting this out today. It's fine. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Put it out on, like, Thursday or whatever. Okay. Shrug. Shrug. Don't gotta edit the same day anymore. Okay. Um, yeah, video games, writing. I want to write more. Video games, video games, video games, video games, video games, video games. 
You know what's also coming up soon? Huh. First of all, happy 69th episode. We are planning our holiday special for Export Audio. I think it's going to be really good. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what the holiday special is going to be. Oh, so we need to get used to to our podcasts. We need to like kind of get in, like get used to the yes. strain of being active for two hours straight so that we can yeah. manage that. Um, we're, I also think we have a um, holiday special for Titans in the same vein. Um, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. We want to do both, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned. I'm very excited about that because it's going to be terrible. We got to record Titans soon because we recorded the first two episodes in like three days and then it's been like a week and a half since we recorded the next That's one. fine. Um, we could record one, put it out on Wednesday. I'm okay with us missing a week here and there with Titans. Like, I know that I want to I just, keep it consistent. I want to keep it consistent, especially because we're on episode three. Yes. And I wanted to get it up. I wanted to get it up this week, and that just ended up getting complicated by a little we're bit of work weirdly stuff. Weirdly busy this week, also. I I ended up working a double shift. <sighs> there was one day where you I was late. incredibly sick. Yeah, you were real sick. Like, Wednesday, right? Something like that. Thursday? Something like, like the that. The day that we were going to do it. But the day we were going to do it, I got very sick. It was, t- it was bad. Yeah. I did my best to, like, take care of you, but I'm not very good at that. Yeah. So I just want to, I want to get in a better rhythm with Titans. And then, you know, if like episode 16, we accidentally do a week late, I'll feel better about Where that. Where do people but this is, go to listen to Time to Go Titans? Um, is there's there like not a website a, that we can plug? There definitely is. I haven't, I haven't made an export odd.io slash Titans, which is a thing I should do. It works now if you're listening to this. No, it doesn't. It might. You can try it. You can try exportodd.io slash titans. You can try that. I'm not going to make you any guarantees. I was just swallowed by hair because my hair just flipped up into my mouth and all... Hi. We haven't talked about Halloween at all. You wanted to talk about it on Cower Hour. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it next Cower Hour. Uh, But like Cower Hour might be out by the time you listen to this. I'm going to hopefully get it out on uh, the 14th, which is actually the day that I have a doctor's appointment. Mm. Um, we'll see how that works, but I hope to get it out tomorrow. You and I are going to watch Totoro today so that I can record the next aeroplane on Wednesday. Yeah. Cower um, Hour is... Um, yes, new explain Cower Hour. Cower Hour, if I don't... I don't think I mentioned it on the last episode. No, you didn't. Uh, is it my new horror podcast that I'm doing with one Briar Sovereign? Is it specifically horror movies, or are you keeping it I open think to... we're doing mostly movies. Okay, I didn't know if it was strictly movies, or like, oh, the... We the, read Dracula. Yeah, we read Dracula. No. We read a Stephen King novel or something. I know that we are doing movies. I think we're just doing movies. And as we go on, we're not going to focus on this, but we will eventually make our way through the entirety of the Friday the 13th franchise. Yeah, good. Uh, Our first episode is Friday the 13th. Um, Wednesday, I think either this Wednesday or next Wednesday, we will record uh, an episode about The Witch. 
from like 2016, 2015? That sounds right. 17, somewhere in there. The one you're thinking of. The Vivitch. The Vivitch. Yeah, we're going to watch that. We're going to talk about it. Um, so <clears throat> you can send you can send emails about any podcast that we do to exportaudiopodcast at gmail.com. You can't send... To clarify, you can send pod, questions about any podcast we do to exportaudiopodcast at gmail.com. You cannot send aeroplane questions there yes. because they won't get to, like, me and M. And M is kind of the person in charge of the questions on. If you on. want to talk about aeroplane, you have to send those to podcast at abnormalmapping.com. Yeah. And I maybe we start doing the abnormal mapping thing of if you want to send something in, you have to do an email. I like I like reading tweets. I think okay, it's... Okay, sure. Yeah. Reading tweets is kind of like our thing. Yeah, reading tweets is funny <clears throat> to me. It's good. Anyway, um, yeah. Podcasts, we're making them. Yeah. Um, also, Halcyon Station is back. You and I, Halcyon Station's back. A little bit, for now. We're going to try and keep it going? Yep. We don't have more recorded yet, other than this arc. Uh, but we're going to put it out as we can. Um, you and I, I wanted to just... Uh, talk about Cower Hour for one more minute, if that's cool. Mm-hmm. Because you and I had a really interesting conversation about <clears throat> Cower Hour, uh, or not Cower. We had a really good conversation. I mentioned at the start of this podcast we saw Halloween last night at midnight. Halloween, very good movie. You and I had a really good conversation about it that we won't rehash here because it was really cool to just have a conversation with you and not put it on a podcast mm-hmm. uh, and like not have a take. But like. Briar had the idea for this podcast, and I was like, oh, if you don't have any other hosts, I'd be interested in hosting. I don't think I can commit, but, like, I really want this podcast to exist, so, like, I would yeah. be willing to try. Sure. And now that you're the host, because you... Co-host. You, you are the co-host with Briar, mm-hmm. because you saw the tweet, like, 30 seconds after I did. Like, <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! I'm gonna be on that. Um, and so now, I really want to send y'all a list of, like horror movies that I think you should watch and, like, put a little asterisk by, like, you should let me ghost on the Pan's Labyrinth episode. Mm-hmm. Pan's Labyrinth isn't strictly a horror movie, but it is a horror movie. It's weird. It's not a scary movie. I feel But it like... is a horror movie. Does that make sense? We're... I'm probably going to insist that we watch the other Del Toro horror movie on the podcast. Devil's Backbone? or No. Crimson Peak? That's the one. Yeah, Crimson Crimson Peak is your shit. Probably. Oh, you would lose your mind for Crimson Peak. <laughs> so you've told me before. Oh, you're going to love Crimson I'm, Peak. I'm going to insist on that. I'm go- also going to insist at some point we're going to watch Ponty Pool. It's one of my favorite movies. Okay, I don't know that um, one at all. But um, The Witch is what we're doing next. I'm interested in it. I have not seen it. I've heard lots about it. We're also... We've got, like, holiday stuff planned because we're going to record some stuff in advance so we don't have to actually record during December, which is cool. Um, I really want you all to do Dr. Sleep, and I want to guest on that episode by being the only person who's seen The Shining on that episode. I mean, hell yeah. Dr. Sleep looks like a great movie. I'm really interested in it. Maybe Briar has seen The Shining. I genuinely don't know. I just really want to go watch Dr. Sleep with you, with you having not seen The Shining and me having seen The Shining. Sure. That movie looked great. That movie, that that trailer looked really weird because um, I was talking to you about this. <laughs> I was trying to explain this to you after we saw the trailer. Um, the 
Stephen King hates that hates The Shining, the film, the Stanley Kubrick film. He hates that, um, because it is a bad adaptation of his work. It is a great movie that is a bad adaptation. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this new Doctor Sleep movie, in the trailer, looks like a very good adaptation of Doctor Sleep, the sequel to The Shining. But you can't make a sequel to The Shining film because that film is a closed loop because it doesn't care about King's book. Mm-hmm. So you, but because so is- it is a movie with The Shining, they have to reference all the visual language of the movie. So you can't, you can't make a plot sequel, but you can make a sequel mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with the movie. So it's kind of but- like <laughs> if, like... 10 years from now, somebody comes along and makes a book based on Eldest. Right. It's not a, like the Aragon movie cuts out things that would be necessary to tell the rest of the story of those books. Yeah. And this is a adaptation of Eldest, which is a sequel to Aragon, but it's not would not be a sequel to the movie Aragon. But it would be a sequel. It would <clears throat> Imagine if you made an Eldest movie today. And you used the same CG dragon from the first movie. You used that same one. Because all of the, like, like you know, the specific the floor plans, yeah. the, like, the specific carpet that is in that movie you is not in the You still get Avril Lavigne to do the credit song. Right. Um. Anyway. Uh, at Neither Nora on Twitter... Uh, my games are at neithernora.itch.io. My poetry is at medium.com slash at Zoe Mars, X-O-E-M-A-R-I-S. Have you ever seen Room 237? No. You know what that is? No. Room 237 is a documentary about The Shining, and really what it is is it's two hours of showing footage from The Shining and from a couple other things <clears throat> while conspiracy theorists talk about their ideas about The Shining hmm. because like they should make one of these about Chrono Trigger because there's people out there with a lot of ideas about what Chrono Trigger is about because like there's a lot of people who think that Stanley Kubrick is the guy who faked the moon landing right. and that The Shining is his coded admission to faking the moon landing okay. and so if you want to watch two hours of you don't ever see the conspiracy theorists. They're never on screen. They're just doing voiceover over clips from the movie. It's fascinating. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it is one of my favorite documentaries. It's weird. You know what would be great? Hmm. Great thing to do would be to read my poetry online. Yes, read your poetry. Medium.com slash at Zoymaris, X-O-E-M-A-R-S. Uh, no also- underscore, right? Not on the medium, but on Twitter at Zoe underscore Mars, Zoe with an X. Uh, you can follow me and just get random poems. I wrote a poem last night and posted it on Twitter. Uh, not very many people are looking at that account, but that's where my poems go. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. You can find me on Twitter at Allison underscore coffee, A-L-I-S-O-N underscore coffee. There you will find links to this podcast, the Patreon for this podcast, and then an aeroplane. Um, no look links pass. Links to an aeroplane. No look pass, which I'm going to text regression today and talk about. 
when we might want to record No Lick Pass this week. Um, we, I'm also going to text regression today and ask about when we record Hot Singles this week. Uh, for people who don't remember, maybe... From a, a hot, year and a half ago. A hot Singles is a podcast that Regs and I did a year ago that was entirely too ambitious and impossible to make. It was very good. It was very good, I think. Mm-hmm. It was also way too ambitious. I have come up with a much simpler idea, uh, and so we're going to try and record that this week. Um, and then maybe do it on, like, every other week going forward. Might in, involve Marcy. In my area? Hot singles in your area. Might involve Marcy. Don't know. I, I asked Marcy about it, Marcy seemed interested, and then I haven't asked Marcy about it a second time. So I should ask her. Mm-hmm. Hey, Marcy, if you're listening to this... Text me if you want to podcast with me. Or if you just want to, like, guest. Or it's just cool chat. Too. Or just chat. We haven't streamed a video game in a while. I really like streaming with Marcy. Marcy's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show, I'd say. Friend of the show. I should start streaming Super Mario Sunshine with Marcy. Why? I don't know. We were streaming Sonic Adventure 2 for a while there. Would Marcy be playing? No, I was... When we were streaming... You could, you could call it Super Marcio... Marcio? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the joke I had. Anyway, Um, we're almost at two hours. Almost. We can make it. I'm tired. I'm also tired. I'm thinking about taking a nap, but, like, not a whole nap. Just, like, doze for a second. Because I do want to, like, play League of Legends. I have shit I was going to do today. Yeah, same. Uh, You know what's fucked up about League of Legends? I have to make... I have to go to a wedding, and I haven't made any plans for it, and I really need your help with that. They made it, like, better. I don't care. I might play Heroes of the Storm, though. Should I download that today? Should I download that today? Do we want to play Heroes of the Storm together? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. The Super Smash Bros. of Dota. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Yeah. The You know the real reason I really liked Heroes of the Storm? Was that, like... I really like... Starcraft and Warcraft characters mm-hmm. and the Starcraft characters have all been stuck in Starcraft 2, a video game I don't care about, and Warcraft characters have all been stuck in World of Warcraft, a game I super don't care about. So when I played Heroes of the Storm, it was just like, oh, I know all these people and I haven't seen them in years. Because <laughs> I don't care about what Blizzard's doing now. I'm excited for Chex Notes the Lost Vikings? Yeah, the Lost Vikings are in that game, aren't they? You know who... I? The last time I played Heroes of the Storm, they just introduced Tracer. Tracer was the oh. first Overwatch character, and I that was the... When I last played Heroes of the Storm, Tracer was the only Overwatch character. Sure, yeah. Overwatched. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet you there are more now. Which is interesting because I also... Um, Kind of like Overwatch characters, but don't want to play Overwatch. Yeah, I I got really into Overwatch for like six months, and then... <clears throat> I got really into Overwatch for like three months. I am really into it. I really liked Overwatch. <clears throat> and then I was called a slur too many times. Just like... Yeah. Just literally every single match I played, I was just getting called slurs. And so I had to stop. Which, I've only been called a slur in Heroes of the Storm like twice. I have not been like... 
the other day in League, someone said homosexuals, and I said, "Excuse you, I'm Pan." <laughs> like, it was not. It my, didn't. It's. It was definitely not the same energy as what you're talking about, though. My my favorite Overwatch moment was somebody in all chat, so both teams could see, calling me a calling me a homophobic slur, and I'd be like. And I was just like, no, I'm bisexual. And then six people in the chat responded, yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. I'm just like, everybody in this Overwatch chat is gay, except for this one homophobe. I hit an Ash ult from, like, across the map the other day, and someone was like, oh, American Sniper. And I was like, I'm not... Who did you main in Overwatch? In Overwatch? Yeah. I was never really that good. Uh... I mained Mercy. The real reason I quit Overwatch was I was getting out of love with it. And then they made Mercy terrible. I don't like playing Mercy anymore, and so. And then if I needed to be DPS, I would play Farah. I played a lot of Lucio. I didn't like Lucio nearly as much, but Lucio was just better, and it made it really bad. It made it. It was really sad because I really liked playing Overwatch, and like at least when I was playing it, if you played Mercy, everyone told you like you're bad at the game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You need to stop playing Mercy. And so I would switch to Lucio. And I was a pretty decent Lucio. I don't really remember. I don't remember having... Uh, I made Symmetra for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Back, before in, they, back in the day. Yeah, like before they yeah. changed Symmetra. They're going to put that out on Switch this week. No. Yeah. That seems bad. It seems bad. I would consider reinstalling Overwatch today and like playing no. like I would I would I would install Overwatch and I'd play like five rounds and I'd be like yeah this is good and then someone would call me a slur and then I'd stop playing again. Whereas like here's the storm. I was listening to Waypoint a while back and Rob was talking about how like because like um they really tried to make esports here the here's of the storm happen and Blizzard like officially like announced like we are giving up on that. We are not going to make Heroes of the Storm esports. Like, it's clearly not catching on. We're not going to keep spending resources on this. Mm -hmm. And so all the people who were into Heroes for that reason just went back to playing League or Dota. Mm -hmm. And so now the only people who play Heroes are people who are bad at MOBAs but like them, which is me. Hey, hi. I'm really bad at MOBAs, but I do like them. Me too. I don't have any interest in getting good at them. What if an RTS, but you only controlled one person? Yeah. So I really liked Heroes, because Heroes always seemed more relaxed than, like, Overwatch yeah, or... Yeah, it is definitely a different framework. Because Overwatch did catch on on the esports thing, and so, like, even when you're just playing casual matches, I feel like people take Overwatch so fucking seriously. Same with League. No one has ever taken Heroes seriously, and Blizzard announced we were going to stop he- taking Heroes seriously, and so now it is a diminished fan base, but the people who are there, it sounds like they're all chill sure i bet genji's in it i bet i think genji i'm almost certain genji is i'm almost 100 percent certain genji is in trying to think of like anyone that i want i'd really want to see let's fucking look at the heroes of the storm roster okay let's rank them don't fucking tempt me all right oh fuck yes fuck yes fuck yes fuck yes fuck yes fuck yes okay so we're going in uh no order here I'm just going to start at the top of the list. 
Uh, Anduin, don't know who the fuck that is, looks like a himbo. Looks like a World of Warcraft character I've never met. Imperius looks like another, oh, uh, a Diablo character Diablo. I've never yes. met. Okay, I don't know anything about Diablo, really. Orphea, from Nexus? Nexus is the um, Heroes of the Storm place. Oh, this is like an OC? So this is like a Heroes of the Storm OC. She's I, cute. I'm going to open this tab or something. I want to learn more about... She's a ranged assassin. I want to learn more about Orphea now. Orphea? Malganus. Definitely. I love Malganus. Just big old horns on that friend. That guy's a vampire. No, he's not. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Do you not remember, like, the, what are they called? The dreadlocks? No. They're not the dreadnoughts? <laughs> what are they called? Fucking, what are they called? Vampires war- Warcraft. What are they called? Uh, I'm just going to Google Malganus. This is going to get me what I want. Malganus is like the... Not quite the Palpatine, but like kind of the Palpatine of Warcraft 3. Uh, I think. Na- uh, Malganus or Malganus was one of the Nathrezim sent by Archimond as jailer of the Lich King. He was chosen to head up the plot to turn Prince Arthas Menethil into darkness and make him the Lich King's greatest champion. Later, he led the Scarlet Onslaught under the guise of Baryon Westwind. Huh. Malganus Warcraft 3. Let's click this. Yeah, this is the guy I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what... He was involved in the culling of Strathalholm, which is the, like, murder of younglings of Warcraft 3. What's he called? A Dreadlord. A Dreadlord. Dreadlords are vampires. They all have vampire powers. Okay. Um, okay, Malganus, cool. Mephisto. A Diablo Definitely character that I don't Diablo. know. I think of that as a fucking Marvel character. <laughs> yeah, same. White Mane, also a Warcraft character. I don't. I yeah, don't I don't. Know. Some war, World of Warcraft person. Yerol, she looks like Tristana from League of Legends. The uh, Draenor are introduced at the end of Warcraft Three and like are not as. They're very I don't big know and as well. much. Deckard them. from Diablo, sure. Sure. Phoenix from Starcraft. I don't know. But fe- uh, hmm. Phoenix. He was the. I think he's the Protoss that dies in the Starcraft One campaign and gets put into like the robot body i think that's true i don't remember Maev from warcraft uh i might know Maev. i might know Maev if i saw them oh she's cute yeah we looked at orfea again we like orfea a lot Maev shadow Shadow song Song. yeah i think i know this person from warcraft 3 yeah i love her she's great she was uh, hunting down Illidan Stormridge after he, like, takes in the demon blood and, like, starts fucking shit up. Sure. She's, like, she's like the guy, or she's, like, the person tasked to, like, hunt down Illidan. And Illidan was, like, so fucking rad. <laughs> I fucking love Illidan. Okay. Um, uh, a lot of these are just going to be characters we don't recognize. Uh, yeah. Like, Blaze from StarCraft. That's just Space Marine. There's Hanzo. Hanzo. Okay, so right now... All in, the, my favorite thing about Overwatch is that picture of the the detention slip from someone's kid where, like, they got in trouble at school for calling somebody else a Hanzo main. <laughs> and they weren't sure what it meant. The teacher wasn't <laughs> sure what it meant, but it sounded derogatory. Right now my rankings go Maev, then Malganus, then Hanzo. Alex Straza, which is a Warcraft character I don't recognize... Junkrat from Overwatch. From Overwatch. Junkrat is better than Hanzo. Um, then Anna. I would go Maev, Anna, Malganus, Hanzo, Junkrat. Or Junkrat, Hanzo. 
This ranking thing is breaking. Yeah, it's bad. It, it would be better if I was writing it down. We love Hana. Kel'Thuzad. Kel'Thuzad is fucking great. I fucking love Kel'Thuzad. Okay, I did not expect you to be that this into the Warcraft characters. Kel'Thuzad is um like the lich who is like whispering in Arthur's Arthas's cuz okay. Um during the campaign as the humans in Warcraft 3, um Arthas keeps bumping into Mal'Ganis and Mal'Ganis is being like look how fucked up and terrible um the human empire is and like he keeps doing bad things and like forces um Arthas to like chase him down to Northrend the like land of the Lich King um and then once they get to Northrend like Kel'Thuzad starts hanging around and being like hey I'm a Lich but like I'll help you Arthas and just like Arthas, why don't you just be a little more evil? I think you could really get this done if you were just a little more evil. And, like, Kel'Thuzad eventually gets Arthas to pick up the sword and become the Lich King. Um, sure. Okay. And, like, he, and he, was the, he was the boss of the, like, first raid in Warcraft, so he's, like, a fan favorite. Garrosh. Um, Garrosh? I don't know as much... I think Garrosh is, like, the leader of the, like, demons. Is he demons. in the movie? He might be. He's in Burning... He's, like, the one of the bad guys from Burning Crusade, I think. I don't know what that means. Because Burning Crusade is where they Dukov went to... Dukov from StarCraft. I don't know that person. Uh, he looks infested. Yeah, he does. Wait, Stukov, is it he from StarCraft 1? Might be. Is he that guy from StarCraft 1? Oh. Let's fucking... I just looked at Orphea again. She's very cute. We stand. Alexei Stukov. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know as much about StarCraft. Anyway. Um. Malfail. Don't know. Oh, that's the that's the Magic the Gathering character. Diva. Diva was always the tank I would play. Diva? I really like Diva. Genji. Genji, sure. Needs healing. <laughs> he does. Cassia. From Diablo. Sure. Probius. You know about Probius? I don't know about Pro- A lot of these are StarCraft 2 characters who I don't know. Lucio. Love Lucio. Is the entire Racist, kinda. Overwatch cast just in this? Probably. Probably at this point, right? Hmm. Valera. I don't know her. Um, Zul'jin. One of the really racist fucking trolls. Oh, God. Um... I think Zul'jin was hanging out with Rawl, not doing much, but being Zul'jin, you know? Like you do. Ragnaros, I don't know them. Varian, I don't know that person. Samuro. Varian looks like the iconic fighter from Pathfinder. Samuro might be one of Thrall's lieutenants uh, that you hang out with a little bit. Zarya, Alaric, I don't know this person, they're from StarCraft. Oriole, I don't know this person, they're from Diablo. Gul'dan, I fucking love Gul'dan. He's like a bad guy who's like trying to get the orcs back into demon shit. Sure. Um, Medivh, I love Medivh. Um, you love every Warcraft character. I fucking love Warcraft 3. <laughs> Medivh is a guy who turns into a crow and he warns um, Thrall about the things that are to come and tries to get the humans and the orcs to unite against the coming undead scourge. Uh, but people don't listen to him. Chromie from a gnome from Warcraft. Tracer, 
Maybe you've heard of her? Maybe. We can't just read lists for an entire episode. <laughs> this is getting towards Anyway, uh, oh, that one. Click, just click, just click, just Joanna? Click. Fuck yeah. I know you love Joanna. She's so hot. I'm just going to click on ones that are interesting to me. Leoric looks cool. That's a Diablo character who looks cool. I like Rexar. Rexar's really only in Frozen Throne and the not lost, that important, but I do Vikings. like Rexar. The Lost Vikings. They're right there. They're right oh, there. Oh, they are right there. I fucking love the Lost Vikings. <laughs> Sylvanas. Can I become Sylvanas? If you can, let me know how you figure it out. <laughs> Thrall is boring. Actually, you're you're a Sylvanas and I'm a Jaina. I don't know about that. That's you. I don't know. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> that was Asmodan. I like Asmodan. He's just a big bad guy who I remember seeing in trailers sure. for shit. I think they sure. put him in Warcraft 3 at some point for some reason. Anubarak. That's just a spider guy who hangs out in Frozen Throne. Frozen Throne is not nearly as good as uh, Reign of Chaos, despite being better than Reign of Chaos. I remember playing a lot of Lily. That's me. Kerrigan. I know you love Kerrigan. <sighs> you know I love the Queen of Knives. I don't Queen know who... Blades? Is that right? Shit. Did I fuck it up? I don't know who Lily is in Warcraft canon, but I remember playing a lot of her when Heroes came out because she was one of my favorite he uh, healers to play, and I really like... I like playing healers in games, generally. Yeah. I you forgot that Diablo is in this game. <laughs> he's one of the first characters. Yeah. I played Diablo a bunch. Illidan. I don't like playing Illidan in this game, but I do love Illidan. He has the swords are big. Swords are big. Arthas seems like he would be OP, in my opinion. I remember not liking Murden much in the game, even though I like Murden in actual Warcraft. They put Red Sonia in here. <laughs> That's just Red Sonia. That's a Sonia. I remember playing Vala some when I was into this game. Oh right, they put the uh, they put ECC in this and game. And Taro Tassadar! <laughs> Rest in peace. We got Stitches in this game. Stitcher's great. Stitches is great. Uther is great. I love Uther. Uther, that Obi-Wan motherfucker right there. Also Nova is here. Nova's here. You would probably like playing Nova. Probably. She's like an ADC, right? Yeah. I don't um, know what that means. <laughs> I want to be Kerrigan. You can be Kerrigan. Would love to be uh, a cool alien lady. I remember really liking playing Sylvanas in this game because she would like... She can kind of solo things a little bit because she can like infect a bunch of minions and do like a ton of damage to minions really quickly even if she's not very good against other heroes in my recollection. Does she like possess them? No, it's like she shoots one arrow and it like chains to the next three minions or something so like you can just take out three minions real quick. You know, I want to be creeps. Car creeps. That's what yeah. they're called. God, fuck off. Uh, I want to be Kerrigan because I want to get mind broken into becoming an alien queen. Did you ever play Monday Night Combat or Super Monday Night Combat? No. I never got into them because I didn't understand that they were MOBAs when I was playing them. So I was like, I don't get this shooter at all. Mm -hmm. But now that I know they're MOBAs, I'm like, a MOBA shooter sounds pretty neat. I wish I would have just known that. What if they made a MOBA mode for Apex Legends? I would finally play Apex Legends. You know what game's pretty good? Apex Legends. I It seemed cool to me. I got really overwhelmed the one time I tried playing it because I was playing 
Because you have to play squads, and there wasn't a very good tutorial, I felt like. Sure. If I could have played just, like, three rounds by myself without a squad, just to, like, learn the ropes, I would have felt much better. What if you played it with me? What if I played it with you? And friend of the show, insert any of, our, any of our friends who play Apex, Riley, Fabian, Molly, just any... Crass. Any, crass, sure. Any of the, our many... If anyone's... One of our many friends, actually, who play Apex Legends. If you play Apex Legends and like our podcast, play Apex Legends with us. Yeah. It's, if you it's a become, pretty good fun game. If you want to become friends with me, like, if you think I'm cool and don't know me well and want to become friends with me, usually I hate people DMing me, but, like, having someone to play Apex Legends with, I might become friends with you. I don't know. Sure. I like. I want to get into Monster Hunter multiplayer. Actually, that's the thing I really want to do right now. Is I want to find people to play Monster Hunter with. I should try and find my little fanfic thing I did of Apex Legends. I thought you were gonna say Monster Hunter. I would write Monster Hunter fanfic. I already have it in my head. I'm, it's ready to go. It's just not about the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Monster Cock. No, actually. Oh. It's just about the fact that that camp is just full of hot young people with nothing to do but risk their lives on a day-to-day basis. Uh-huh. That's all. <laughs> we successfully did a, you like, two-hour, 30-minute podcast probably, without ever talking about the Legend of Zelda timeline. You could probably, like, finagle a story about, like, uh, like developing new monster pheromones that uh, work as an aphrodisiac on humans in that setting you could probably figure something out you there. can you can very easily do a there was only one bed story oh, in no, monster yeah. hunter mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's not even going to be that contrived sure everyone just sleeps in that one room <laughs> did you see the thing i posted the other day that was um yeah like yeah the, the only one bed story with batman and superman yeah it's just like a canon thing that happened it's Good amazing heart. that book that comic is weird Maybe I should save this for Titans. The only thing I had to say about the Zelda timeline is my personal, like, idea about Breath of the Wild. Because it clearly just doesn't fit into Your any. Your idea about Breath of the Wild fits in with what I wanted to briefly touch on with this Batman-Superman comic. Anyway, my idea was just that, like, judging from everything that's in Breath of the Wild, it seems to be a very, like, archetypical, like, representation of every part of Zelda kind of mushed together and my idea for that would be that like after having been split and reverted so many times like the whole time the whole construct of time collapses in on itself and like smushes all the timelines together into what is the breath of the wild like mythos Mm -hmm. and then that's why like there's a island named after fucking tingle or whatever Mm -hmm. it's because like just in the subconscious of all these people is are these concepts from other timelines that are all crossing over together. So I recently read this one random issue of Batman Superman from like 2007 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a retelling of the original like 50 com- 50s comic where um, Batman and Superman meet on the page for the first time ever, mm-hmm. you know? Which is weird because it it took them to like 1956 to think we should put Batman and Superman in the same story, <laughs> even though they were publishing a book that had both Batman and Superman in it. They were just in their own stories in different parts of the book. Anyway, um, it is a modern retelling of it, and so it is includes a bunch of like modern comic book tropes in the way that like that was like a bunch of like older comic book tropes. 
And so they sail into the Bermudic Triangle and a portal to a mirror world opens up. And so, like, they meet evil Batman and evil Superman there, right? You know? Um, they meet, like, mirror universe Batman and mirror universe Superman. Well, also on the cruise ship is uh, Deathstroke trying to kill Bruce Wayne, uh, you know? And so when they go to the mirror world for a minute, mirror world... Um, Deathstroke shows up. Do you know who that is? Deadpool. That's Deadpool. And a guy who looks like Deadpool, but in orange and black shows up, and everybody, every time he tries to say what his name is, something happens, and the word balloon gets cut off. <laughs> and But he's just Deadpool, and, like, he gets stabbed, and he's like, oh, it's fine, I have regenerating powers. And he, like, breaks the fourth wall at one point, and they just put Deadpool in this DC comic <laughs> because it's Deathstroke from an alternate universe and it's really funny <laughs> um in the, apparently in the original 50s comic um it's just like cuz in the in the new version it's Deathstroke is on this boat trying to kill Bruce Wayne in the original 50s comic it's just Batman and and Superman both happen to go on a cruise and are, like, in their secret identities or whatever. Their alter egos. And, like, there just happens to be a diamond thief on the ship. And, like, what an unlucky dude. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine just being like, I'm just going to steal some diamonds from this boat. It's going to be fine. It's going to be easy. You know, Batman got me in Gotham. Superman got me in Metropolis. (laughs) But you know what, baby? It's the open sea. I got this. And he just happens to be on the boat that both Batman and Superman are on. That guy gets owned, I bet. I haven't read that, but I bet he gets fucking wrecked. Hey. Yeah. I'm sleepy. Yeah. I'm tired. We did a podcast. We did a hell of a podcast. We keep doing longer pods lately, and it's like, it's fun. We just like talking to each other. Shit. If you want us to go back to 30-minute podcasts, we have to get a divorce. (laughs) 30-minute podcasts where it's just us negotiating, like, who gets the dog. It's not our dog. (laughs) It's Anna's dog. (laughs) Also, I don't want the dog. We'll have to get a different dog. Okay. Like me. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Uh...